The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Wow. What is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. Uh, we do this podcast once every three months now. So if you're still listening, uh, thank you for refreshing your feed, even though you probably been refreshing it like every week and going, nope, not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's here, my nigga. What's up? So we're back. We're trying to get back to a schedule. Um, Ava like sleeps six to eight hours now so that we we can start doing like normal adult human things again. Hey. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. She still can't like do anything else on her own. So nah, you know, not at all. Anytime That's she's okay. awake, pretty much. Can somebody come pick me up? Cause I'm just kind of laying here. Just kind of laying here looking up at the sky and shit or at the white walls. How's the head control coming along? Um, so because I hold her upright so much in one arm, she pretty much has enough control so where I don't have to balance her head or hold her head. Now she's yeah. had a few moments where she's leaned a little bit too far back. Oh yeah, the moments will happen, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and gravity has tried to take her and I'm like, not today, nigga, and I have pulled her back. But other than that, for the most part, if you hold her just in one arm, sitting on your arm straight up, she can balance her head on her own and she wants to look around at everything and bite you in the shoulder and shit, stuff like that. So Perfect. Yep. yeah, she's going through this good early luck. teething phase thing. So that's funny to watch. Yeah. Good luck. You better buckle in. It's not going nowhere. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. You, you know, that's the game. So fire fit out of me today. Yeah. Watching baby's head bobbles is hilarious to me. It is incredible. Yeah, man. It's one of the best parts about having a baby. Yeah, it's like hold that dome up, son. <laughs> this is development. Well, this hold is her, her 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 body has not caught up with her head at all yet. So like, uh, she's it didn't trying to, to my nephew until he got about five. Yeah, she's uh yeah. she's discovered her feet, and that is oh, that yeah, is definitely gravity's pleasure because she likes to lean forward all the time now. And I'm like, look, baby, going all the way down <laughs> you need to, to chill. Ground, baby. She was like going there face first too. Yeah. And it's always a surprise. It's always like, hey nigga, peace (laughs) out. (laughs) Going to get these feet. (laughs) No, no, you're not. No, you're not. Come back. Uh, Come back, please. Oh man, they realize yet. Bro, like she'll be chilling. She will be leaning back, chilling, and then she would just all of a sudden shoot her whole forehead forward to go get them feet. Just like she just realized they were still down there. The the scariest thing. Is holding a baby and that in that sudden jerk to like yes. whatever direction. It don't matter what direction; they're all terrible. Okay, so like, like I'm gonna I'm tell y'all something. Don't tell Ashley, and since she doesn't listen to the podcast, I don't have to worry about this. So you gonna drop that baby? Look, <laughs> I was it's normal, man. Look, look, normal. Look. So I was up. I was in my office, right. And uh, if you see my office on our streams or whatever, I have like a desk. It's like a music desk. And um, a music desk. It's a desk for like music equipment and shit that you get from pro whatever, whatever. So um, a guitar center. So I was I was having a call. I was uh, we do a lot of video chats now because, you know, pandemic. And I was me and Ava was talking to my sister. And this was like in the very first maybe a couple of days of Ava discovering that she could lean forward. And I didn't realize that she had figured this out. So I'm sitting here talking and I got her sitting on my lap and she's talking to my sister and she's talking and she keeps like 
you know, kind of falling forward to kind of look at the phone. And she keeps looking at the phone because we're doing Facebook Messenger. And she's giggling and she, she'll lean back a bit and she'll lean forward and she'll get close to the camera. And she's my, she can see my sister and she's talking and they're playing. And, um, uh, she leaned a bit too far forward Ooh. and, uh, <laughs> that, that happened. So she hit her little, she, she hit her little under her lip, bottom lip between the, the dip in the chin and the lip. She hit it right on the desk. And <laughs> I was like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> like it happened Ooh, and i and oh, like my first thought was my first thought amazing. my first thought was damn i wonder if that would have hurt more if she had teeth or does it hurt more because she doesn't have teeth because it's all gum but she didn't actually hit her mouth it was just her chin but she immediately was about to go into like hysterical crying oh yeah and i am so used to trying to distract kids when they do hurt themselves from doing that, just from being around like other cousins and stuff like that. And just in general. So when she started, I pulled her back and I was like, hold on, boop it now. Come on, calm down. Now chill, chill. No, no, no. And I start hitting her with just a bunch of mess. And she was confused. She was like, huh? Huh? It's like, she had tears like forming. Like I can feel the pain, but what is this nigga talking about in my face? It's kind of entertaining. It doesn't hurt as much anymore. And for a while she just kind of, <laughs> She's just doing that. Dude. But then she started giggling and playing again and it was over and she completely Dude. forgot. When yep, you, when you, do it. you drop a baby or something like that and you see it building up and everybody just doesn't look. <laughs> just everybody, just <laughs> nobody gets acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing has happened. <laughs> and, they, and they'd be like, okay, the world just flipped upside down, but they look at you and be like, nope, no, it didn't. It did not. <laughs> so, well, okay. Nothing to see here. And they go, well, damn, I must be tripping. You gaslighting your own baby. You got to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't freak out about anything. They don't know any better. We sit further away yeah. from the desk now when we do phone conversations. Yeah, that's smart. That's yeah. called learning from your experience. Yeah, I also put like my whole hand over her chest now so she can't go for it at all. Yep. There's a guard. I worry about weird stuff. Like she has all the little, um, the little pajamas that zip up, and I, I'm, I'm always worried that her belly button, because it sticks out, will get caught in the zipper. Because as a nigga, I've had experiences with things getting caught in zippers, and I'm like, <laughs> I worry about that with her. I'm like, what if it gets caught in the zipper? So now I like tuck my finger under the zipper when I'm zipping her up. I'm like, you know who's gonna get caught in this zipper, baby? Your daddy. I'm not letting you get caught in the zipper. <laughs> I will take that pain for you. Oh, that's hilarious. It's weird. Like you just, it's, it's stuff that you're so used to doing. Like I have to re, I have to reframe my mind around the way I used to do things like cooking and I'll be carrying her. I'm so used to pulling, snatching stuff in and out the oven and putting this here. In, and then I'll be like, wait, I can't do this. I'm holding a baby. Or I mean, I can do yeah, this while holding a baby, but I probably right shouldn't. Though. Yeah. I probably precise. shouldn't do this. <laughs> so, oh yeah. You can't, you can't have her go falling forward. Whew. <laughs> of a door Ooh, oh yeah and just wait when she starts crawling uh my baby is she loves open doors in general like she likes to like walk out into the back porch but also she likes the dishwasher and like uh-uh. presumably the oven like she would just crawl straight up to it and be like let me go stick my head in this nope thing. This you nope not gonna do is absolutely any of that well we have enough experience with Cora being dumb enough to walk that close to the oven so we're already like really really cautious about that but like we won't i'm not worried about the dog if she gets burnt then 
Yeah, but we're we're just so used now to being like, watch out for little people crawling under ovens because Cora did it so much. And damn, for sure, Cora is a is is a dog. If she gets lost, like it's places that we can check. And I I never hope we have to check the oven because, but for a while, that's how close she was getting. We were like, hey, you need to chill out. It's no food over here. Yeah, okay, to get out of here. Um, I want to play this audio clip. I don't know if y'all saw this in the group, but this shit had me crying, like. A while, I it, I just thought it was hilarious. I don't know if I've been stuck at home too long, but I thought I thought it was fucking hilarious. So we haven't gotten any echoes, so I, I think I fixed the issue by accident. But hey, shout out to me. Oh, you know what? Let me fix my audio back because I thought it was broken earlier, and now I can actually switch it back to the way it was. And then I will get into stupid, and then we can talk about other amazing things that happened today, this week, in general, 2020. So great. So great. Where the... Huh? What? Don't question it, sir. Just go with it. Just go with it. Because it ain't going nowhere. Uh, I have... That's the fear. December 31st ain't gonna go nowhere. Oh, nigga. <laughs> you seen that meme? Of the nigga yeah. December 31st, 11.59. December 31st, 11.60. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, nigga. Uh, Look, that shit is scary, though. Like, we laughing, <laughs> but... <laughs> that shit... Oh, that shit's so real. It's like, what if 2020 doesn't want to go? You know, Trump has decided he doesn't want to do certain things. He is 2020. So hey, I am uh, worried. I'm, I wanted to celebrate. I wanted to get to the end of 2020 and really just have a party and be like, man, this shit is over. <laughs> it's not. But can't, can't even have that. Nah. <laughs> nah. All right. Here we go. I think. Hey, God. What's up? Hey, Angel. Did you give the dinosaurs more muscle like I asked? What? I told you to make them meatier. Make them a meteor. 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 This is dumb as shit. This is extremely dumb. Listen. That's wow. That is so dumb, but so simple and hilarious. <laughs> it's a few things that this, this young lady does that makes this go from a terrible dad dinner table joke to one of the smartest things I've seen on the internet. <laughs> like she, first of all, she cuts out a paper beard and puts Digga, it over this her shit face. like the shit you put on a toilet. To like. be God. <laughs> <laughs> and then the way she wears certain things. Hey, Angel. Like, just, just a random Angel. Hey, Angel. When they get to the whole meteor part, there's a, there's more water in I, in both of their eyes every time they say meteor. <laughs> every time they say meteor. The tears get more real. I was like, oh my God, why can I not stop watching this? Like, I'm analyzing the fuck out of this. And she even tweeted it and was like, I am so fucking corny. I'm like, right, but in the best way? Yes, that's the key. Because that joke is terrible, but it's so good when she does it. So shout out to shout out to her, man. I don't know who this young lady is, but that shit was that shit was just all about delivery, man. If you can deliver it, you can take something corny. Literally anything can be funny if you say it the right way. Ah, speaking of saying things the right way. But I'm gonna do the accent challenge 
The ones yes. I put in quotation marks for real, that's the ones y'all be coming and asking me to say. And then, she said, did she say commenting or coming and asking me to say? Did she say commenting and asking me to say? Because it sounds like commenting and asking me to say. Baltimore niggas. And the ones that's just like regular, that's just the ones I'm going to say for y'all. So somebody said, say two Avenue, 22 Pikachu's, blue, lip gloss, and water. Different people ask me to say that, so I just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then got Searle. <laughs> Can we stop? Can we stop? Yes, Cyril S U R L. Can we stop? <laughs> we should have stopped at twenty two Pikachu's. Because what asshole was that? Twenty two Pikachu's. What? What asshole? Man, this is bringing me so, back to college, baby. Look, both of y'all have lived up in Maryland, right? Yeah, hell yeah. And I did not know about this accent. You didn't know about this. No, yeah, I didn't like uh, not enough that I could just pick it out and just know that that's Baltimore. Oh, bro, her down from my wife the other day. When Duh. people started, people started doing it more. The only thing that steps stick out to be like, dog, you've heard this all the time. You watch the wire. This is how Snoop. Bro, sounds. it's it's but see, you got to understand exactly. the wire is she's not from Baltimore. the no, the wire doesn't have Baltimore accent like that. Like yeah. she's the one person from Baltimore. She sounds exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's is, and if you watch um the documentary Twelve O'clock Boys. That is in the deep, deep of Baltimore. That is the hood area you don't go to unless you have family there and you have been invited. You do not go there. And when I first watched 12 O'Clock Boys, I was like, these are Baltimore niggas? And that little kid started talking and I was like, what the fuck is he saying? Listen, man. Okay. And here's the crazy thing about that accent, right? I went to school at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, right? Which is in technically catonsville maryland right mm-hmm. and it's right close to baltimore it's on the edge but if you're yeah if you're on if you're in baltimore county you don't hear that accent nope the second you set foot within the city limits of baltimore it's two avenue 22 peak Q's and all of that <laughs> bro like, it's ridiculous on one side of, i'm talking about street to street like boom <laughs> in the city yeah, let me get a number two with some pickles. And then on the other side, it's yes, can I get a number two? I'm trying to think of what that area is called. I know you can take uh, Rice, Town, so you can take 26. And and if you just keep, the further you keep going down, you can watch it change and the sound changes of the people as you're it's passing. It's incredible. It's crazy. It's, and the further I, you go back out, that, you see I, more I, white people. I played that video. I just had it play. And the quiche is across the room. It is like, somebody from Baltimore talking? <laughs> because <laughs> that's just that ooze is what they known for but it ain't nothing like hearing that shit in person the first time because you got to try like i was trying so hard not See, to laugh i heard it in person as a kid because i had uh my dad's oldest sister moved from virginia to baltimore and then her two kids her two kids both had that same accent because they grew up in the city so like when they would come home for like thanksgiving or christmas i heard it but like i just associated it with my cousins talking that way rather than it being the sound of Baltimore until I got there. And then I was like, oh, everybody sounds like that. Uh, Yeah, because, like, I went to a barbershop, and this wasn't even near Baltimore. This was out near um, Cranes Highway, going past Glen Burnie to Anne Arundel. But it was in a blacker area out there, which was Glen Burnie is kind of split like that. It can be really white, poor, or it can be really black. So I went out to Glen Burnie to get my haircut, and it was this dude in there, and he's just talking. He's talking, everybody's kind of just talking their shit. And then all of a sudden, 
I mean, was like, man, you tripping, dog. I was like, oh, anybody else hear that? <laughs> wow. And I mean, I was in mid-cut. Like, I couldn't laugh or nothing. Because I don't know these niggas like that. Like, this is my first and second time at this right. barbershop. I was like, I can't I can't say shit. I'm in mid-cut. Uh, so I'm just sitting there I like. you said that out loud. I was like, damn, boy, you was wild. No, no, no. I didn't say shit. So, so he does that. And then they said something like Tuesday. And every ooh after that. I held on to it with my heart and my soul. And I was like, I cannot laugh right now. And these niggas talking like this, but what the fuck is that? And then the more I started hanging around in Baltimore, talking to random people, people just randomly talking to you, you start hearing that shit more. I was like, okay. Cause it, cause it gets like that with DC too. There are certain areas. If you go deep into DC, there is a whole different accent, my nigga, which is why they know why they not from DC. Cause he don't have the accent. If you go to certain well, areas. Yeah, no, he's from PG County. That's yeah, not the same. Absolutely it's from PG County. But it's not the same at all. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man, man, Baltimore. I fucking love that. Bro, Baltimore, uh, DC. Shout out to the homie Jax, too. Fucking Philly yeah, accents. Accent. Philly accents are like crazy. Them, them niggas. They're I can't really spot close a Philly Baltimore. accent. It's I mean, very close to a Baltimore accent. It's very close to a Baltimore accent. Like, business, Well, whatever. I take that back. I can't spot a black Philly accent. White Philly accents. I definitely well, that's just angry white Eagle fans accents. Yeah, I can spot that. It's like they're supposed to be in Jersey, but not because even Jersey's like, please don't come here. Y'all are so angry. <laughs> it's so specific, too, man. The Philly one is. I was me and I showed Mary Helen this, and like I was telling her about the, the, the demarcation line between the accent and not the accent in the county and the city. And then we started watching a video of this person who was doing like a bunch of different accents or whatever from like United, the United States and like around the world. That Philly shit is a trip. Again, Bruh. the white Philly. I got to hear the black Philly one more often. Mother, father, brother, Wednesday, Tuesday, Friday, dummy, woke, and iron, iron, the iron, iron. That's the one. <laughs> oh my God, we had so much fun with that. I could not. I could not. Iron, iron, iron. Like this, she sound like one of the Martians from Mars Attacks, dog. Like I cannot, <laughs> so cannot, can't. Okay, so in case anyone else is confused, uh, the phrase that was being read is "Aaron earned an iron urn." Right, earned, but earned, in Baltimore is earn, earned, iron urn. <laughs> That is incredible. I swear to God, the first time I saw the video of them dudes tripping with it, I did not know what they were saying. I was like, what are they trying to say? The, the dude tripped that that video is so great because when the dude tripped out, he heard it himself. Yes. Like, like, like he like he recognized his own accent for the first, first time, time in his life. Yeah. And he was like, nigga, this is how we sound. Then he got all proper. Aaron <laughs> it's such a great joke, though. Hey, did you find some Mars attack shit? I hate you. You sound like dude. That was the first thing I thought of when I heard that shit. I was like, "Oh my god, they the Martians from Mars Attacks, bro!" Like, what in the world? Okay, so um, yeah, that video was great. So before we get into some conversation about what happened today, 
And sometimes I just need to log off Twitter two seconds earlier, because if I do, I won't see things that cause me to retweet them and then be like, this person is saying something stupid. I don't know them personally, but this tweet is nonsense. And I have so many questions. So uh, somebody tweeted, and I really don't care who this group is, but somebody tweeted, I kind of want hashtag Tyler Perry, because, you know, they want everybody to see this who's a Tyler Perry fan. I kind of want hashtag Tyler Perry or, and if you need me to repeat this, just, just say the word, or hashtag Jordan Peele to develop black hero films. Hashtag That's John Boyega. Demographics, my guy. Hashtag John Boyega as hashtag static thoughts. And you know they got some thoughts because how the fuck do you have the decision of Tyler Perry or Jordan Peele? Dude, well, that is like Brendan is the thing about it. <sighs> Couldn't get F. Gary Gray no love. <sighs> Dude. That's like saying, I want the nigga at the local Y or Michael Jordan to p- teach me basketball. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> like, can you learn the game? Could it be done? Yes. <laughs> but there's a wide gamut. There's a gap between those two names. Here's the first thing that's going to come to your mind if any person suggests Tyler Perry do static shot what that fucking wig gonna look like because you know that it got dreads and you know it's not gonna be natural he might actually paint tyler perry might actually look at a drawing an art an animated an animation drawing cartoon drawing of static and end up putting together like a freddy krueger glove hand and painting it black and putting it on some nigga's head i can see him doing that he about to make that movie in 15 minutes. Bruh. All three sequels. The tr- the whole trilogy in two days. I got in an afternoon and a weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whole, that, that nigga would have did the whole MCU in a week. Like headlines would be reading. All 21 movies. Headlines would be reading. Studios are statically shocked at how fast Tyler created. Tyler Perry puts together a static shock <laughs> trilogy. Oh, matter of fact. <laughs> like, what? are we talking about here so it, this i think the tweet itself got like a couple thousand retweets but the response somebody retweeted yeah, what's that it, ratio looking like somebody retweeting it got a response of like thirty five thousand likes and it was essentially a what the fuck are you talking about retweet <laughs> so um they kind of took it to heart and they went I, so i went into the comment section and somebody else responded they was like, let's negotiate because Tyler Perry is for our people. He can use TP Studios and secure funding. Aunt That's Ava, Aunt Ava, I guess it's Ava DuVernay, it is. can That's direct. Jordan Peele can oversee casting because he's a casting director. And Shonda Rhimes and GBB oh, Made It can write. Teamwork, I love people. people. We be doing this shit all the time. Which is like, we doing, we doing too much. This ain't even the dream team, no, bro. 
This is like, hey, bro, we trying to put together Team USA. So let me get Michael Jordan and let me get Serena Williams and let me get like they ain't even playing the same fucking sport, dog. Like we talking about. Do you know what? That is such an apt analogy. I was gonna (laughs) say them making a team and getting only one position, but being like they not even playing the same sport. It's even better. That's what it is, though. Like Shonda Rhimes controls Thursday nights. I don't want her writing a superhero film. Like I'm, I'm sorry, she writes great leads about black women in power and subterfuge in front of the white like society. That's great. I don't want her doing Static Shock. Ava DuVernay is great too. But if you pay attention to Ava's work, Ava opens up a lot of doors for other directors to come in and work on her projects. So like, don't get it confused because if you're saying Ava, you also got to look at like Sally Richardson and you got to look at Regina King because these are people that she gave directing ops to before HBO started going out and getting these people. So all her directing ain't just her. Unlike Tyler Perry, because y'all niggas don't know no better. Jordan Peele as a casting director, that's just insulting. Jordan Peele might not even yes. be the casting director on his own projects. He probably hires I another person to cast. If you, now, if you said Jordan as a producer, then that's great. He has produced a right. lot of great stuff. A lot of people attribute, he's a, I feel like he's only directed two movies. Yep. Monkey Paws is a problem. As a he, production he, is, he has produced, though, yeah. several stuff. Like, I just don't know why you feel the need to go out and grab everybody that you whose name you know and decide to bring them back to the table. That's what the fuck. That's why Slaughterhouse fell apart. Like, I don't, this is unnecessary. Stop putting Tyler Perry into <laughs> this conversation. Look, we have talked about it numerous times. Y'all know how we stand, how we feel about Tyler Perry. But he's a billionaire now. Look, he has the, a specific okay. demographic and he serves that demographic. You know, I mean, but, thing, when he turned to a billionaire, <laughs> I remember when that article came out, my girl looked at me and was like, cool one more person that I could that I could say eat the rich and I was like well okay tell me how you feel <laughs> she's like, she like I don't give a fuck but like he if he and I think this is only going to be for the future if he actually lets his studio be used and we actually start seeing good movies that come out with that studio tag up there then that's going to be great not saying that what he's done is an accomplishment but this nigga has been able to become a goddamn billionaire because he pays nobody but the actors. Like and he doesn't pay nigga, them well. The he only shit, pays like, like one or two no, of them well. All, all his labor calls, all that other shit. The reason he's able to get these shit done so quick is because he's bringing in cheap labor and he's not paying people what they're supposed to be paid, or even getting people who are registered to these labor unions. So there's a lot of black and brown people that are that work behind the scenes that he won't get because he has to pay them mm-hmm. and he can't work them all crazy out so that y'all keep asking like why this nigga wig so bad there are full designers that are in the, that are in these uh the i don't know what the union is but they got a union for like makeup and hair and all that stuff there's people in here who could do the hair we've seen movies with great hair <laughs> Shit, I've seen Instagram stories with wigs that be like, that ain't a wig. But those people work for money. He gets somebody like me who knows how to, I could, I, I could take tape and glue and put that on your head and call it a, a, a hairdo. I think that people overlook Tyler Perry's terribleness and lazy to cut corners and make profit like a fucking McDonald's burger because he's black and that's what annoys me the most that's what irks me the most it's like you got a billion dollar black man 
whose product is trash. And he's one we of like two, three billionaire black people that we can look at and be like, is a billionaire. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Oprah fan, but Oprah has actually done commendable things throughout her career and with her show and her investment stuff. I'm not saying Tyler Perry hasn't done anything great or shouldn't be championed for his accomplishment in film. What I'm saying is his films are fucking terrible and he's a terrible director and he's a terrible terrible. producer. And y'all have, y'all have pushed this nigga to the mark of being a billionaire and you're celebrating it. Imagine if LeBron James could not hit a fucking jumper from anywhere on the court, but this nigga had the highest paying contract in the NBA. And you had people constantly telling you, Hey man, I mean, but it's cool because of all the people in the NBA, it could be a white dude with that contract, but it's LeBron James. He ain't hit a jumper since 1996, but that nigga still got the highest paying contract in the game. Like, it, it's it's not some shit that you need to celebrate. And on that, he's made his money off the backs of black people supporting him because he's black. Like, I get it. Issa Rae said, I'm, voting, I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm sorry, I'm not. Because some of y'all niggas don't fucking deserve it. And he is just out here making profit off of niggas and making terrible fucking products using people, not not just the actors, but his audience. And people be like, good for him that he a billionaire. As in like, that's some fucking accomplishment. I mean, being a billionaire is an accomplishment, but what you're really seeing is to become a billionaire, you got to do a lot of bullshit to people. You got to take advantage of a lot of people. You got to step on a lot of backs to do it. And Tyler Perry has done that. And niggas act like that's some shit that's commendable. It's not, dog. I don't want that shit. I would rather have Kevin Feige hire all the black directors to do the rest of the fucking Marvel films for the next phase than to have Tyler Perry like didn't didn't even consider or talk about Tyler Perry at this point because I'm I've, I've said it before and I say it again. The opportunities for people like Ava DuVernay and uh, Ryan Coogler did not come from people like Tyler Perry. They didn't. And that's sad that they didn't because they should have. It should have came from him. But it didn't come from him because Dude. he would have had to pay them. When you, when you said that they, that's the one thing my girl says all the damn time. She said, if you become a, she said, I, I haven't seen it yet. She said, but show me an ethical billionaire. Ethical she, billionaire. Said, I don't, she said, I don't think you, I, you can't get unless you like a billion dollars unless you are really take unless you really take advantage of people at some point. You know, because and because at some point you got to get that money and you ain't paying something. And the bad thing about Tyler Perry and this comes from a, I'm a person who remembers watching his plays on like VHS tapes like that were literally just passed around by people in like the church and stuff and enjoying those things. I remember when he, when he got the movie deal, right. For the first time to make a movie. And I remember going to watch that me and my friend today, we went to watch because Both of us were fans of it. And we left that movie. It was being like, that was not good. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it never, tra- it never translated from like the stuff you could do on the stage play to the movie. It never translated. And we're talking what, like 20, 30 movies later, TV show. Like I, I'm trying to figure out what he has put out that we can sit back and say, this was good. And I think and, and 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 there's a few that come up and I want to go back to be like, was it good or was it or, or did he have a performer in there? like acting their ass off 
So like the thing with Tyler Perry and and I'm seeing this and this is this is something that comes from <clears throat> to me it comes from us not having privilege in the film industry and still trying to open doors for people of color and putting them in positions behind the camera uh like of notoriety. <laughs> One of you know directors, producers, et cetera, et cetera. And this the thing that white people like that white people in the industry that only studios like to do is they find one black person, they get their season, and they harp on them. And they just stay on that black person. Not saying that there aren't other black creatives in entertainment who do things, but they don't they don't get things, it seems, as easily or it, it, the quantity of opportunities that the white privileged studio heads have chosen to be the nigga of the year. Tyler Perry had that moment, which is why he keeps getting these fucking deals with all these studios, despite the fact that his product is trash. He has an audience, but it's not even an insanely huge audience for you to be like, that's who we need. The generation of his money, like there are other there are other black people who have made films that have generated more money and they don't seem to be getting the opportunity or be in the same places as Tyler Perry. That him having 30 films and making a billion dollars off 30 films, not to say that's a knockdown, but I mean, if you're saying he's doing 50 million dollars a film, yeah, at some point he has to hit a billion film, a billion dollars. Like it's just a lot of fucking films to be doing that much over. The other person that I've seen them doing this with this year is Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe's name is everywhere. And I don't understand why they keep giving her projects because it's not like them shits take off and do amazing things. The shot was okay for two seasons and then the third season hit and it's terrible. And Showtime, I can't, I can see Showtime canceling that show next season, if not this season, because it has not generated a bunch of buzz given where it started. That show 20s. I don't know why they gave her that show. And I ain't seen nobody talking about that fucking show. I've watched like two episodes of it. It's not a terrible show, but it's a ripoff stolen idea comedy from a bunch of other shows that are better. So I don't understand why they giving her that. They talking about giving her another show on another network. And I'm so confused at why she keeps getting these fucking opportunities. Not to mention she's, she's still doing the AT&T commercial voiceover shit or whatever. I'm very confused, but I feel like it's just her season and that's who studio heads, like when they're naming people, who who can we call in? Well, let's call Lena. And it, 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 and they just go Lena, despite the fact that Regina King has been killing it right now from behind the camera. I would think you would see her name more often than anybody else's. And that just didn't seem that doesn't seem to be the case to oh, me. I heard a, I heard a new movie. It's great, too. It, it more than most likely it is because she has been groomed for a long time behind that camera. And it shows. In what she does now, I look at I look at Tyler, and I really think he looked at them and said, "I can make y'all a consistent product with extremely low low overhead." Of course, oh yeah, and that and that is fully how he sold himself. Of course, like I can, you give me this, I can knock out this much of stuff, and I'm going to get people to to watch it. It, it, the audience might be small, but it's a small, but it's going to be a small, consistent audience that's always going to come. I, and and I'm and I'm look, dude. I'm I'm looking at. I just went in and looked at, uh, Monkey Paul. Right, mm-hmm. this is Jordan Peele's production company. We're talking movies. We're talking Keanu, the him and uh, keep it together, Get Out, Black Klansman, Us, Candyman's coming out. Right. I really want to see that candy. We man. got he's he's directed two of them. Spike Lee directed one. He got Nikki DeCosta, black woman, mm-hmm. directed another one. 
television series that's from his production studio, Key and Peel, the last OG, the junk with uh Tracy um uh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan, Morgan and uh what's the name the he got God. all kinds of people oh, of color. Why can't Weird City, Lorena, uh, <laughs> Twilight Zone, CBS All Access, Hunters, mm-hmm. uh, that's on Amazon, and then oh, Lovecraft Country, Hunter, which got yep. black people in it too. Yep. And then Lovecraft Country that's out right now that's also directed by another black woman. Yep. Like this, Misha Green. We, and he, this, his, he's been founded eight years. Eight. Like this is the stuff. Like y'all, y'all. Everybody talks about hey, when black people get in to open the doors, or to not even like literally open the doors to shine a light on people who are there who might not get a chance. And I'm sitting here saying I have seen so many other people of of color do this behind the scenes, doing all this stuff, being like shining light on this person, or you could trace back this person came through here. Or that person came through there, or this person was working on the indie scene, they got a chance over here. Because some of that, that's all it takes. We know so many great directors that are out right now. Somebody took a chance on them early in the junk and they made a movie that may, might not have made any type of profit, but critics were like, I like the view of this. And then they kept getting chances. And that's all that people of color are asking for a lot of times. And I can't trace that back in Tyler. Like, if somebody can, let me know. Let us know. I wouldn't even just go with that question, though. Like, <clears throat> you named all these films that he's been a producer or a writer or a director on, right? Or all three. I want to, you know, you know what I want to know? Because people keep talking about Tyler Perry brings in an audience. And he does. He brings in a consistent audience that typically taps out around, like, 60 million. I want to know how much money Jordan Peele stuff makes in comparison. So, like, if you looking at like Keanu, Keanu's budget oh, I had, was. I had the numbers for the. Yeah, you got the numbers. Yeah, I had the numbers for for the monkey pro junk. What are the What are the numbers? That's what I want to know. All right, let's see. Money. I gotta go back. To I just want to know how much money his shit makes in comparison. All right, uh, Keanu, that's just came out. That was a budget fifty million. Uh, made twenty million, so five million profit on that. That's not good. Okay. Get out was four point five million. That was the budget. <laughs> good out was four. Good lord, it knows that cheap. It, 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 yeah. Yep. Get out was four point five million. <laughs> its gross was two hundred and fifty five million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Get out costs less than Keanu. Yeah, because Keanu's in Keanu. Oh wait, it's Keanu. He isn't Keanu. He does a cat. No, right? no, him and it's just him and uh and Kiko Waikiki and Keanu with the cat. Doesn't Keanu say isn't he in Keanu at all? I don't I mean he's in it. I know Pill's in it. Yeah, both both Key and Pill are in the in that and they're trying to get the cat. Does Keanu I, make an appearance by voice or anything at all? I don't believe does, so. You might need to check. I don't like my. I don't know who they gave that fifteen million dollars. No, he do. does. He does. He does have a. He does have. He does come in at some point. But well, that's ten million right there. You can't. Have, <laughs> you can't have that's ten million right there. Uh, uh, Black Klansman, uh, fifteen million made ninety three million. Ninety three million and got an Oscar. Okay. Oh, and Get Out got Oscar too. Uh, make sure we get mm-hmm. us. Us twenty million. And made two hundred fifty-five million. Who, buddy? Okay, let's let's keep this and going. Then, <laughs> and then, and then, that that shit. Look, that, those are only movies. 
The right. rest of the junks he's done is all uh, television junks. Popular television shows. Like he got CBS All Access, uh, Hunter, like <clears throat> Lovecraft Country Hunters, Lasso G. Lasso G is on like six or seven. Bro, he They're did Lorena. Third or fourth season. I forgot he did the Lorena Bobbitt documentary on Amazon as well. Yeah. Which is a great documentary. It's yeah, fucked up. He produced it. Great he just produced it. Right. The Hunters is one of the, the best, most talked about, critically acclaimed new shows on television. Lovecraft Country is now one of the most talked about, watched, critically acclaimed new shows on television. What's that Tyler Perry show that he did in two days, all four seasons a week ago? Oh, do you know he brought those two, those, well, he brought one of those shows back. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. At, at this point, I don't, I don't, I don't get people's arguments that we Tyler Perry can, you know, is, is good. And I also don't appreciate the arguments of, well, white people make terrible films all the time. So we should be able to make them too. Yes. That works in an environment where we are given the same amount of opportunities to make films that white people are. But if your bar is the shit bar, why are we having a conversation about you doing anything at all? If you shooting for the lowest common denominator of bullshit, then no, I don't really want to invest any time, energy, or look into your fucking product. If that's your argument, well, they do terrible films too. Nigga, do you want to do terrible films? Is that what you're is that what you're saying? Like the amount of black people that's allowed to come through the door, you want to do terrible films that make them not want to give other people opportunities to do films or that is not memorable at all. Like niggas don't care about your fucking films outside of we paid 15 bucks to see it Friday night. It was something to do because we had nothing to do. So I guess it worked for that two hours and we won't remember that shit. And when it comes on TV, we won't be watching it like that because we won't give a fuck about it. I'm trying to, I don't, I don't I get can't it. find his, his gross. Also Netflix is making shit movies and shows right now too like they need to chill the fuck out they they're just buying anything and turning it into a friday release or a tuesday release at this point <laughs> they've been putting out some mediocre trash during this pandemic dog and niggas that had time to watch it they need to chill their top 10 is full of garbage all the time dude i it is and i never watch it God i never bad. watch it that top 10 thing for me is how about that like those, the the top ten on that thing is I'm like, mm, no, it's not, it's, it's, if it's a movie, it's very rarely good. You know how many times me and Ashley have started movies and just like, nah, it just just put on The Simpsons or go, go to Bob's Burger. Like, why are we doing this? Go park, go put on Parks and Recreation. Why are dude, we watching this? Dude, this dude is making money, man. He has made, I don't know, it said as of 2011. That nigga's film had gross over five hundred million. Who? Pills? Tyler. Tyler's. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Look how many films he made since then. I'm trying to find top top five highest grosses Medea movies. All right, Diver My Black Woman. That's one of the early ones. Gross. That was a. I don't get the budget, but the budget is probably four dollars. They won't tell but you what the budget is for a lot of seventy three million. Boo grows seventy seven million. Wow. Witness protection seventy eight million. The films where he started putting white people in them. Uh, 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 God. Union eighty nine million. Medea goes to jail is one hundred sixteen. That's the highest one. I mean, I see why they keep giving this nigga money. But Dude, is- I'm like, look, I'm. It's to me, he is the same thing that um, like Adam Sandler. Yes. It's like sure we, we can profit. Give, that's all we can give. Do. We know we can give you ten to fifteen million dollars, and you're gonna 
triple well, no, our investment. See, that's, so that so that's the that's that's, the, that's actually the difference. There's a, that's the, that's what makes a huge difference between him and Adam Sandler because Adam Sandler's films actually aren't cheap. Adam Sandler comes to studios and is like, hey. If you want me to make Happy Gilmore 2, you need to give me $70 million. And they give it to him. You just give him $70 million. And it's not like Happy Gilmore 2 is going to make $200 million. It might make $90 million. And they're, they're like, cool, you made, you made $20 million in profit. That's great. He comes back to them again, and he's like, little Nikki 2, what y'all trying to do? And they're like, here you go, Sandler. Here's $79 million this time. He's like, cool. And then he makes $81 million off that film. And they're like, cool, we only made like a $2 million profit. But that's fine. See you later, Adam. And he comes back and he does it again. And they just keep giving him that money. I understand it with Tyler Perry. They're like, hey, nigga, even though you made $116 million off that last movie, uh, we still only feel like giving you about $15.5 million. So here you go. And Tyler's like, that's cool, because I'm only going to pay my actors total $999,000. I'll take the rest of the money myself. <laughs> like that's, And that's what he does every time. So he just keeps pocketing all of this money. Also, let's make sure we get this straight, because, you know, he said Tyler Perry is worth a billion dollars. Yeah, you're talking about the add up of all of the generated money of his Look, films over time period. Tyler that's, Perry don't actually that's have everybody. That's, yeah, it's yeah. not like Bill Gates got a billion liquid I mean, on his person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, every single person. If they sell everything, they got all their stocks, everything that they're worth. If they just liquefy everything. Well, that's how much see my, see my now, thing is with you that, niggas is ain't that even, poor. I trade places with them here's my but, thing though is that even yeah, is, is that absolutely. even is that even his worth like you saying liquidating his shit because he don't own the rights to them films when Lion Gates is the one producing them shits and putting them up at the you box office Lion Gates is making the money up I know who's giving him the money to do the films so if they're giving him the money to do the films they probably own most of the fucking films so they probably get most of the money if off the nigga is valued at a billion and he has other assets. It doesn't like film revenue. Excuse me. Film revenue isn't going to be the majority of his, or not necessarily not the majority, but it's not oh, going to no. be all no. of his. Like no, because them, them TV deals are, are good too. And yeah, now nah, those TV deals might Tyler be Tyler Perry's investment portfolio entirely outside of the music or the entertainment industry isn't just like extremely well set up. You know what I'm saying? Could like be he, too. Could yeah, just have it's, it's got to be other stuff going shit. into that because Will sure. Smith's films, That's how most people are, though. Will Smith's films have grossed over like help. four billion dollars or some shit, and he is not worth a billion dollars. So, it, you know, like, oh, no, no, it's it's definitely other business stuff. Like, sure. yeah, it takes it, the man made I'm like, you can't be off these films, dog. There. Now, those TV like, deals, them giving him five seasons of a show before they've even seen one season of a show, I, yeah, yeah, now, that was the, ridiculous. The, the man has made good deals, I, you know, again. When I looked at his studios and what that meant to having a black owned studio and all that stuff, I get all that stuff. I'm just like, stop making trash. That's all I'm saying. What is the point? What, what does it stop mean to have a trash. black studio, though? Like, what you, right now, that's never going to happen because his formula works and he does not seem particularly ambitious in changing the formula because that shit works. That nigga is the sneakers of directors, producers, and writers, bro. Like, this nigga does I mean, not have to so. change. Features advertises something and then don't give it to you. This Tyler nigga, Perry gives you the same no, thing. No, Tyler Perry. <laughs> sneakers is like that. Tyler advertises that he makes movies for the people about the people, and this nigga makes movies about Medea. Like, I, I get mean, it. There, there's some people that like that. <laughs> I don't know no Medea's people. personally. I'm just saying that this, this nigga does not have to change what he's doing 
for any reason. Like you said, that's what I mean when I say he's the sneakers. He does not have to change. Sneaker Nike sneakers app is never going to fix their system because they are going to sell out every fucking time and they don't care who's buying those shoes. Like Nike is not walking around in the streets going, man, we did not see enough fragments out in the streets today. We really got to do something about these fucking bots. That is not going to happen. The same way that Tyler Perry is not walking around in the streets listening to people like us have conversations about the quality of his fucking films and what he needs to do. Only thing he cares about is that he got the check for that last film and it cashed. That's the only fucking thing he cares about and he can and he's going to keep that going and nobody at this point is not going to involve him in the conversation at the level he's reached because despite the quality of his films and the people around him every other black actor in the game or well black director and whatnot in the game who is near or up to his level they see him as a friend. They see they don't see him as a problem or anything like that from what I've seen. He throws fucking Absolutely parties not. and they show up. So who who literally are one of our favorite black ass phrases? Who gonna check him, boo? Nobody. Look, hey, I just wanna do better. I don't fault the nigga on the team that's at the end of the bench swinging the towel and making money. I don't fault it. I just want you to do better. That's I mean, all. But I'm look, like, you ain't got to listen to me. <laughs> you know, but see, and you, you, ain't gotta, you, you ain't got to listen to me because, like, you know what? That ain't a good thing because he's not a nigga at the end of the bench. He is, he is, he is, he is LeBron James. I was about to say he that can't hit no, a jumper with no championships. Here's <laughs> what he is: is Paul George going ten points in a trade? Oh, and like being a oh. trade that costs seven first round picks for the club. Oh, oh, that is that is what it is. But people mad at Paul George though. YG Trace. I mean, we're uh, mad at Tyler Perry, but people, not mad, pe- mad. People, people ain't mad at Tyler Perry. People mad at Paul George, though. I'm just, I'm just like, like I'll, I'll tell you this, and this is just weird. Pandemic 2020 year has been weird. Watching ten, I think I'm, I think I'm at ten. I might be at thirteen seasons of MTV's The Challenge back to back has really helped me dive into the psyche of people in general and humanity and society and how we treat each other. So yeah, if you can be quiet and surf all the way to the end of the challenge like Paula, if Tyler Perry's able to do that to a billion dollars, what the fuck? Like at this point, if you're not making if you're making enough waves to be valuable or you've linked up with people the right way and you know solidified the fuck out of your contract and met your obligations, yeah, you're gonna get what you're gonna get what's coming to you or what's owed to you. That's the game. I just don't have any appreciation for anything he does or his fucking work or his attitude or what he symbolizes in the film industry, which I don't see as being a black billionaire who, if you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you can do anything because that's not what he did. He pulled himself out. He pulled himself up by Southern black churches bootstraps. And that's fine if they're cool with it. I'm not dumb. I'm just not cool with it. And I'm not praising him for being a billionaire because nigga ain't done nothing for me. Like I, mean, I don't praise anybody for becoming a billionaire because like the the economic disparity in this country is big, bro. And and we shouldn't. It's like the society really shouldn't have billionaires. Like you know, like that money can be redistributed somewhere else, and 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 you'll still be because somebody's like, oh, well, I mean, so we can't have billionaires. I like, yeah, nigga, because you know what I could do? I could give you five hundred million. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> You're gonna be fine, and that's half a billion dollars. You're gonna be okay. Your life is not gonna drastically change. You know what I mean? If but look, you take somebody and who getting paid a hundred thousand a year, and then and then and then cut their shit to. 
to uh to like what fifty thousand, they gonna have to make some changes. She's gonna have to change and stuff like that. But like, we don't need billionaires. I I mean, bro, I just billion is a lot. That's a big ass number. I can't even I can't even resell sneakers at a high enough markup for me to be confident I'd ever become a fucking billionaire. I can't do it. Like, like I just like I'm I be I be trying to give dudes deals when I don't need to give them deals on shit because it's 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 just not in my nature to go about getting as much as I can out of a person above what the fuck I need. Like that makes me comfortable. And that is not the mentality of a billionaire. A billionaire is a motherfucker who will take everything on the fucking plate and yours and yours and yours when they know they don't fucking need it. See you starving and and be looking at you like your loss. That shit is crazy to me. I don't even understand why are you creating such a chaotic situation in that way? But that's what billionaires spending a trillion, the more, the most trillions of our dollars in this country or having them amongst themselves while you're watching people talk about how they still waiting for a $1,200 fucking check. That's just crazy. It's fucking crazy that there are billionaires who have double the amount of money that our own government invested in helping people who are having issues with jobs, joblessness, and just living in general, trying to survive through a fucking pandemic. That's how backwards ass this country is. It's, it's insane. And like, I feel so bad for those people, but I also feel like I'm in a, such a better situation than they are that I, I can't even really be the voice for them. I can just be supportive in how I do my political handlings, going out and voting and speaking up for them in rooms they aren't in where other people talk down on them. Like, oh, well, you know, these people, there's no reason people shouldn't be able to pay their rent. Or why don't these people, why can't these people pay for their own health care? Stupid ass conversations like that. I will truly never understand you needing to see another person fail to make yourself feel fucking better. Like, I don't, I just don't fucking understand it. You need to see another person struggle to feel like you accomplishing. That's, that's just stupid to me. But that's how people operate. People just, people need to see people belittled. To feel good about themselves. To feel good about their situation. And it's really trash. And then they try to justify it. As having some type of. Like champion mentality. Or some aura. This aura about themselves. That makes them better than other people. And if you could, if you had that same about you. You could be just as good as them. Oh shit. That's just crazy to me. I don't want. I don't want black people to fall into the shit that white people do the white people see millionaires and billionaires then they always think i'm that i can get that too that's a step away from me and and i don't want people to do that because that shit is rare you know what i mean that shit is is rare it's kind of like when you talk to men who want like black men who were who sit there and be like why well, i want all this stuff and they're like do you want like equality and all that stuff or do you want the same rights that white men have to lord over something else but those are two different things <laughs> wanting everybody to come up is one thing wanting yourself to come up is a whole different thing i mean that's the shit we see when we look at uh the killer mics and the ice cubes and shit uh... like that you know what i mean like that that's that's what you see that's what you sit there you see all these black people men talking about black people this black people that black people that and then uh, a black trans person gets killed and they silent. But you know, but like the and and like I think I think it seems generally what you're saying is, despite, I mean, despite what you said, which was clear cut as fuck. But I think just to simplify it, is to me, it's just kind of like there are people who want money and there are people who want power. 
And I think sometimes they get confused. You think that because a person wants to become rich, that all they want is money. When in reality, they want power, which is just associated with having more money. So these black guys out here that want to be like white guys and, and, and have that quote unquote privilege and that pass to do whatever they want. It's not about money for them. It's about fucking power. They want to have the same power that privileged white men have. That's what they want. Cause, and, 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 and you know, that's what they want because if you look at the white people or the white men, they idolize so much that they want to be like, those guys have all the money and it's not enough. The fact that they have endless, endless rivers of flowing cash and need, that's not enough money for them means that it's not about money. It's never been about fucking money. It's about power. They expect to have the money. Like that's just, that's, that's an afterthought. They don't think about a bill. That's bullshit. What's what's up? What the fuck is a bill when you a king? That's how they feel. And black, there are black men who want that. So you have people like fuck, you know, you have people like Ice Cube and fucking Killer Mike up here rubbing shoulders with these people. They have money. There's no reason for Ice Cube or Killer Mike to be doing what they doing out here. Socially, sociopolitically, there's no reason for them to be doing that. Unless there's more power that they can see themselves getting. Like you don't see LP doing that shit. You don't see Ice T doing that shit. Ice T has money and he's fine. You don't see him out here doing just unnecessary political shit. But Ice Cube, a person who has been in the film industry and has made successful films that has made a lot of money for some reason now, wants to be the beard of fuck Joe Biden. In this climate that he is absolutely not affected by at all. Fuck you very much, sir. The last person's opinion that we should be listening to is fucking yours, dude. Go get a shape I up. Have, I have no problem if you tell people, hey, don't vote blindly. Go out there and look at things. Go out there and read things. Go out there and be educated. All of that shit is fine. But I watched a video and this nigga was talking about what to say when 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 somebody says your ancestors died for this. I'm like, nigga, you just being disrespectful now. Like for you to sit up here and and because what you're doing, you're insinuating that people shouldn't vote unless unless you're heard, right? What they need to hear. What do they talk about with with black people? What are they doing about this? But you don't ask instead of the other side. What are y'all talking about, black people? And then when y'all get in here into these places, into these things where you can use your your like notoriety to open the door for the people who are doing the work to be like, here are the questions that they have or, hey, I'm going to meet, I got a thing to meet this senator or something and I'm bringing with me the people from that, from that city or that state who was out there doing the work because they couldn't get a sit down from it. Like that's how you can use your shit. You can actually be an ally like somebody else, but y'all keep doing it for the photo ops and the pictures and the videos for yourself. At some point, man, this shit rings hollow and it's but annoying. That's the difference that t- t- on the most basic plane. That's the difference between an okay manager and a great fucking manager. Like an okay manager. He, he, he might be a person. Wow. 
He might be a person who was like a technical lead at his last job or at his job. And he got boosted to manager because he has all the technical know-how in the world. And I'm just speaking from my industry. And now that person is a manager because if you have a question, he knows all the answers because he knows the shit inside and out. That's cool. A great manager is somebody who don't need to know everything inside and out because they can rely on the people that work under them to give them that information because they manage them very well. Like they manage talent. That's what they are about. And they give kudos when, when they get, they give people ups when necessary. They make sure that the spotlight is shined on the right people to keep them happy and keep them hungry and keep them appreciated. And that ends up making all of their shit flow. And it ends up making them look good as managers because they have a strong fucking team because everything works together. That's a sign of a great manager. So essentially what you're talking about is the baseline of that. People who don't feel the need to put their face in front of every fucking thing and instead will be like, why am I going to talk about this when I have a person who has a fucking doctorate in that shit that can talk about it right here? And they're a close friend. I would like to introduce you to and that be that. But that's not that's not what they want. They want fame, which is associated with more power. Like it's it's not it it ain't rocket science to figure out what the fuck is going on. There's a reason that Killer Mike feels like he needs to be the person approaching the mic every time there's an issue. He he loves the sound of his own fucking voice, dog. And despite this nigga crying at the microphone, he loves the sound of his own tears, too. That shit isn't new. And I'm tired of hearing the same people speak. Like, Sean King should not still be a name that comes up at all about anything. The scam king. But it's people Dude. that feel like he is worthy of some shit. And because of that, he feels fair, he is the voice of them. Only white people. Do, do you see, did y'all see all them scam names? <laughs> yes. I mean, I've seen a lot. Talcum X is still the best one. Talcum X is hilarious. Talcum X needs to be on the, on the t-shirt. Yes. But, like, I was, I was talking to my girl about this. I, I said, He's a a con man, right? Yeah. So it's it's very rarely that the con man keeps conning the same people. He goes do one con, moves to another city, do that con, move to another city, move that con. And then usually at the time, all these kids are talking to each other, like, man, this shit happened to you? (laughs) And then he moved to a whole other thing. So, like, he was doing a lot of this shit. And I feel like this year, you saw him come back because, you know, all the shit, you know, we talking about years ago. You saw him come back because what you got was a whole bunch of new people flooding in to the to the movement in this past couple months. Whole lot of new people. And then Sean King was there being like, hey, how y'all doing? Welcome here. <laughs> and people in the back was like, no, <laughs> not him. You know what I mean? I've seen so many of our friends who are just getting this and being real active. And the other bad thing about Sean King, Sean King would say some shit that's right. Right? He would say some shit, and you'll be like, yes, everything you said is correct, sir. And then after that, he's like, buy my book. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> like, so, yep. like, and th- th- that sale is coming so close after that. So he's just going to keep, he's, he, get, he gets to go through these new people now. And going through these new white folks and they're just loving it. He's loving it. But that's like, that's all some people have to do is know when to say the right thing. Like that, it, it doesn't matter how bad they fuck over people. If they end up saying the right thing to a large enough group of people, they're going to be able to build, get enough people's attention by saying the right thing who are familiar 
with their fucking past. That's how people like Charlemagne and Joe Budden keep going. They're like you, Joe Budden can say 10 awful fucking things. And if the 11th thing he says is some shit that makes even an ounce or dime size worth of sense. There are people who are going to be like, yo, Joe, Joe Budden was spitting though. That nigga's for real, for real, for real, real, for real. And, and it's like, dog, just because you was right once don't mean you the right, one don't mean you the right nigga that shit to have been coming from, but also don't mean you worth a damn now. That hasn't changed. Nigga, if you fuck up 10 times out of 11 times, that don't mean that one time you no longer a fuck up. You just a fucked up who fucked up being a fuck up. So somehow you got it right. They don't mean shit, but that's all people need. They just need to hear you saying the right thing at the right time or what they want to hear at the right time. And then they'll get behind you. And there's a lot of people that that's all they really looking for. They don't care about your fucking past. And they're not going to put energy into looking to see what you really about, what you really doing. It's very convenient for you to have a person saying what you want to hear right then and there. That's less work for you. So these niggas ain't never going away. Like they're never going away. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. How many, how many times you, it's for me, it's the same as it's, it's the same as news news reporting on Trump every day. Trump said something else stupid today. Nigga, okay. What the, like, what is that going on? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you, today we have audio footage of Trump saying all newborns should be burned. And if we lose a couple newborns in the fire, that's okay because parents can have new newborns. Like, there, I look at that shit and I go, so is this the thing that's going to make people who follow him go, ugh? Because <laughs> it's not. That's the thing that would make his followers be like, uh, wait a minute, is if Trump got on TV and was like, all Black Lives Matter unconditionally, I'm going to go defund the police. Mike, like, Mike, they the would fuck? be, no, Mike, they would look at him and go, see, he's not racist. So we're not racist. Because we agree with what he just said. We love niggas. They would absolutely, man, that, that would make it worse because then they would feel like they were allies now. They'll be like, we beat black know, people man. to death because we love them. That, it, it, it's, there's, he is fucking bulletproof. There's nothing that he can do that is going to make people go he could shoot crazy. somebody on Fifth Avenue and wouldn't lose a follower. He's been... This man... Did, you, did y'all see the interview he did with the, uh, the, the Democrats out in uh, California this week? And they were like pleading... Like, I don't believe in... I think science is wrong. They were pleading to him. Because I think somebody was explaining it, something like um, the federal government controls ownership of like 70 something percent of the land in California or some shit like that, where the wildfires are happening. So the aid they would need would need to come from the federal government to help with these fires and to help with the science of global warming to help prevent these, you know, next year. And they're literally talking to Trump and dude is like, hey, have you seen the videos? of california have you seen the orange skies of the west sir and he goes hey it's gonna get cooler you just sit back and watch oh yeah yeah that's the clip it's fucking insane can you play it i i i i I don't have it i would have to go look for it but like my nigga he that is that is can you imagine being on fire asking somebody for water and they're like dude just chill out it'll get cooler 
that's what he did. That when you're was, done burning to death, the fire will go out. So that's not, that's bruh. That's not enough for people to realize he's stupid. It's people's land burning in California. White people's land, black people's land, people's land period in Cali is burning. And he says this and his supporters are like, he's right though. Winter is coming. (laughs) Woo. That's a motherfucker on fire. You're going to tell him to wait for rain. Okay. I feel you. This clip apparently an American woman on a bar crawl spread coronavirus through Germany. Huh? Hold on. What? I will read it. An American woman being American. American American woman's bar crawl spreads coronavirus through Germany. Her bar? Oh, she went to a bunch of different spots and killed everybody. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like she actually crawled and her vagina dragged dragged across the bar. Partying while waiting for test results. The governor of the Bavarian province called it a model case of stupidity. So how long is it before like doing stuff like this where they can actually trace it back to you becomes a a crime? Oh, they found this chick. Oh, wait, wait, what are you saying? How long before actually spreading this intentionally, which is essentially what it is, like neglectfully and intentionally, you're spreading it knowing you're spreading it. Is it a crime? Yeah. How long before that becomes a crime? for Trump will have to not be the president for it to be a crime. Because it's like, that I mean, at least in this country, if she gets locked up in Germany, I will feel zero percent. Yeah, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is something that I should relate it to, but to me, it just kind of sounds like when you have a guy who knows he's HIV positive and he runs out, he just has sex with a bunch of women unprotected, knowingly. Yes. Like to, to me, it just feels like the same thing. <laughs> it is the I mean, same. It's it is, aggravated it's assault. It's one thing if you don't know, because nobody's nobody's claiming that if you don't know you sick, that you should be out there, right? I mean, you shouldn't be out there, but also if you don't yeah, know you're yeah, sick, yeah, that's yeah, one you thing. Have, but I'm, you know, if you you see people like, oh, I I I didn't know, or I was asymptomatic. All right, cool. All right, because you know we can't sit here and do all sicknesses, because you know and shit like that. But when you hear people who be like, oh, I tested positive, and then I went out the next day to do something. So you knowingly tested positive of this contagious thing. Or like, or people who were, the woman who went out, I think it was a story of the woman who went to get her nails done after knowing she tested positive. I would, or people I would, go out and do stuff and then I would be like, take it back tell the person, oh, you should get tested. I would like, take it back further oh. than that. I would say if you go in to get tested and you're waiting for the results, and you go oh, no, out. You need to be. You need to be chilling. Yeah. If you, oh, if she at that had point, symptoms and already had got tested and was waiting on results and then just went out. And yeah. So, and, at my point, if you waiting on results, that whole well, I didn't know if I had it or not. Of course you didn't. You was waiting on the results and you knew you were yeah, waiting so on you results. You gotta stay your ass inside until you get a no. Yeah. You can't say you asymptomatic. You gotta say oh, at that point it goes from I was asymptomatic to I had enough symptoms to be waiting for results. So you need to chill. Right. And at that yeah. point, if you go bar crawling, then I feel like you should have violated some. It should be some type of criminalization behind that. Like at that point, because you're knowingly doing something that could affect people in a terrible way. All the, the, the most ultimate of that being death. We already know this. So I'm, I'm, I'm tired of us having stupid laws and not having laws for stupid people. That's just it. it, it, it I'm flabbergasted by it. You can't ride a donkey in the road in some states after 5 p.m. because nobody's changed the law since 1875. But we don't have a law in place 
for a pandemic. We don't have laws in place to regulate people doing stupid shit during a pandemic right now. That's actually leading to the tens of thousands of deaths that we're incurring week by week by week across the hey, yo, nation. Check the chat real quick. What the hell are you in there? Buckle in, folks. This shit. Is... So I saw in your profile. But that is it. That commercial is kind of tough. He's got both top buttons unbuttoned. <laughs> the editor in chief of Scientific American issued the first ever presidential endorsement in their entire history because they had to. So Wade and Tom, please. Yeah, well. From our perspective, there's, there is amazing partnership on the ground, and there needs to be. Uh, as the governor said, we've had temperatures explode this summer. Uh, you may have learned that we broke a world record in the Death Valley, 130 degrees. But even in greater... He said that's good. He... <laughs> He said, "Breaking the record, it's gotta be good." It's all here, man. His mind cut off at breaking the record. And they, dude, they have a picture in the background of Cali on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Picture of California on fire. Hey, 120 plus degrees, and we're seeing this warming trend make our summers warmer, but also our winters warmer as well. So I think one area of mutual agreement and priority is vegetation management. But I think we want to work with you to really recognize the changing climate and what it means to our forests and actually work together with that science. I know a forest, Forrest Gump, favorite forest. Love that guy. Love that forest. So I don't hate trees. Love I love forest. I love the color forest green. I love good forest. color. Yeah. Strong color. Great forest. <laughs> love it. That science is going to be key because if we if we ignore that science and sort of put our head in the sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together. God, he has tried to explain something to Trump longer than 25 seconds, so he completely lost him at this point. It's wasted effort, sir. Great attempt, wait, wasted efforts, though. Protecting Californians. Okay. It'll start getting cooler. <laughs> I you wish. Just, you just watch. I wish science agreed <laughs> with you. Hey, well, I don't think science knows, actually. Tom, please. So, Mr. President, if you... If- I, I I don't think science. You know, it's funny though. He said, "Watch, it will get cooler." Because he's like, he's a full person, and I've had conversation with these people, so I know they exist. Who be like, "Well, winter's here, so global warming doesn't exist." I'd be like, "Nah, nigga, nigga, nigga." I can't do this no more. But these are the same. Anyway, people. as always, I want to close on. But these are the same people that tell you like the fucking Earth is flat when you try to explain to them that the reason winter is here is because we have rotated further away from the sun and we are round. They're like, nah. I'm like, you know what, dude? Fuck you. I I cannot. Fuck you. Oh, I hate fighting a nigga on basic science. It's the most while, infuriating shit in the. But while they you these niggas will out here and be like, I don't believe. <laughs> basic science while using a computer and I want to slap them like every time I was like you if you if you not going to agree on basic science give me all your technology but, you uh, can't have it dog that is <laughs> as a society with the internet that is our fault and I will say that like again Netflix really I, I, really, I think I kind of I kind of think they really shit the bed with this one the social dilemma could have been a much better documentary if it wasn't boring as fucking repetitive as shit. What is the social dilemma? It's a new documentary that they put up there talking about basically the effects of social engineering and on the internet and on people who are using the internet and now how they basically broken society with things like Facebook like buttons and Instagram likes and shit like that. It, and uh, ad, uh, uh, ads that are catered directly to your activity on the internet. 
that have basically um you basically you're being mind controlled <laughs> into doing things while online which is true they've engineered skynet and right now it's being pretty peaceful but soon it will take over and kill us all it, it for me it's like we entertain we have we have we've have entertained stupid people enough for them to now have built some type of a val like a base of validity under it whether it makes sense or not it doesn't matter if you have enough people that believe in the nonsense and the internet has really helped that culture so you have to now or you feel like you have to have debates with flat earthers they have nothing to back they have no proof they have no science they are fucking stupid they don't have any real education or degree to support anything that they tell you. And yet you will bring every degree to the table like a Kanye West album and debate them on some shit. It really is a pointless feat on our part to yes. have given them this attention in the first place. And because we have given them the attention, we have validated their efforts and we have validated them without wanting to. Our intention was never to do that, but that's exactly what the fuck happened. And it constantly happens now. If you listen to this conversation with him pleading with Trump about global warming, it should not be a plea. It should not be a, will you come to terms and understand that global warming is real? It should from jump be a, hey, motherfucker, global warming is real. Here is the science. We're not going to explain it to you, but it exists. If you'd ever like to take a look, it's real. We're going to die. You're killing us. We're, this is what we're going to do. And it should be a crew of smarter people, given we're a first world country with trillions of fucking dollars, that their obligation to humanity is to step in and go, you're being stupid and we're not going to let you kill everybody because you're being stupid. But instead, we entertain this shit and we try to hold hands to be amicable through fucking fires and hope that people believe the water is the thing we need to put us out. It's that stupid at this point. And it's why I'm tired of watching people have political debates and conversations about things. Because in reality, we have everything that we need in this country to get shit done. The fact, the problem is that there are actually people on both sides who don't want to get anything done and would rather hold their positions as, pe as the voices of people in government who act like they do want to get things done or want to do things. And all they do is talk and they just argue back and forth. That's all they do. One minute Fox news loves Trump. The next minute they don't want him calling in every day with the Trump cast. They, they can't make up their fucking minds because they don't actually believe in anything. There's nothing they really believe in. And I feel bad for the people who actually do believe in stuff because they're legitimately trying to have conversations with these fucking non-believers. What's the point? Like, well, I mean, at this point, I kind of am just not paying attention to anything that he does. For the most part, this story I just posted literally is the first thing I saw when I opened Twitter up today. But um, because in my mind, at least, it's just get to November, vote for Biden Harris, and then hope that they don't manage to fucking steal the election again, and then. I won't have to worry about this motherfucker Man. anymore. That, and if that, second, that doesn't happen, I'll cross that bridge and I get there. That second Wednesday in November mm. it either be a, the best day ever. Or literally the or worst. God, it, it, it's, it's, that's going to be a day that's either zero or a hundred. Correct. <laughs> it's just, I'm not looking forward to that day. I might I take that day off. 
I don't trust I, this country at all. Not I might at all, just dog. fully just take that day off because I'm not going to want to work with any of my clients on either side. Right. <laughs> just like, just like, I just might need to take that day off for rest. That's why I'm kind of just disassociating myself. Jubilation or deep reflection. One or the other. <laughs> I can't. Like, I'm going to be playing my PS5. It better be here by that day. I, I just, I'm, I'm going to be disassociated. I have disassociated myself from any hope going forward. I'm just kind of like, what will be, will be, what's going to happen is going to fucking happen. And sadly, it's nothing that I can do about it. But thankfully, I'm in a position right now where I'm not directly affected by a lot of the stuff that is killing our nation, right? I have been afforded the opportunities to be able to kind of hunker down and during this pandemic and make the best decisions for my family and kind of chill out and not have to really worry about a lot of things. You know, would I like to go to the dentist to get my annual checkup? Hell yeah, these teeth need to be done right. But, you know, also baby in the house. So I'm not making that sacrifice. It is, it's, certain, it's certain luxuries that we had that we don't have anymore as far as I'm concerned. And other people still feel like we have them. And if they get sick, that's on them. It, everything else that's going on this year, like this whole election stuff, I can't do this every day. I cannot fucking sit and watch stupid conversations every day. Like and maybe have, yeah, and maybe have one happy moment when people when we're all kind of coming together and congregating over Kamala's Tims. Like that's the only thing that I'm pretty much like, oh yeah, she did step off that plane with them Tims rocking yeah. hard, dog. I kind of want a pair now too. They, those moments are great, but I'm basically just burying my fucking head in the sand. I'll vote. I'm sending in my vote. I'm, I'm me and Ashley are doing that, and I'm I'm out. I'm out until I'm back in because <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know how some of y'all that. do it either. I can't do it, man. I don't know if you saw that tweet, and <laughs> I don't get it in front of me. I can't find. I just came across it where the person was like, "I don't want to hear about y'all not voting, but just just know that when we when we in the field pick a cotton, you better be you better not say a damn thing but some negro spirituals." And Bro, I was like that's the. <laughs> if I find the tweet, because I'm just like summarizing, but I was like, that is the best thing ever. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm of people like, making nigga, it hard. I'm every. And it's just gonna be black men because that's just that's just I don't I don't know why our kind wants to do this, but every one of them motherfuckers who no matter no matter what it turns out, no matter what the election turns out to be, if these niggas say I didn't vote and put that in a tweet or something like that, I ain't got no time for you, none whatsoever. Absolutely. I ain't got I ain't got zero time. And if you a rapper, you know what that means? That just means I'm going to have some more room on my uh, phone's uh, hard drive. Right. <laughs> just say, like, that's it. I'm just going to have some more room to erase some stuff. I, I got No, if you go in there, I didn't vote. I'm going to be like, oh, nope. I'll, I don't need to talk to you. Why are you out here talking? Right, can we I don't just care stop who you are. faith in these niggas. Like, you're a rapper, dude, rap. This is why I listen to Young Dolph, because that nigga ain't shit. He know he ain't shit. He's going to he's gonna continue to rap over dope beats about being ain't shit, and it's going to be funny and entertaining. And this nigga, if he steps up and says, I didn't vote, you know what? I'm going to look at him and be like, that's right. Young Dolph doesn't fucking vote because he ain't shitting me out in Memphis riding on 25-inch rims with bitches in the front seat pussy out. That's what Young Dolph does, nigga. I expect him not to vote. That nigga probably can't even register. He's illegal. Like, it, like that and that... This, that's where I'm at with this. But when I see people who have no fucking reason whatsoever to be like, don't vote. <sighs> Why are you being an asshole? <laughs> like, just go away, bro. You don't speak for us. 
I know you. I know I these. Can. I know people want to speak for us, but until you let me in your crib, until you buy me some land, until you give me a private jet and invite me over for Thanksgiving to eat at your table that seats thirty two people, like dog. Too you woke to vote is the worst look on earth. You said what? Being too woke to fucking vote is the worst look. What is the fucking go? point of that, man? Did you just feel lonely that day and you needed to gather yeah. some people up around you? Like you need to rally the fucking I don't want to do anything troops, dude. Because it, it's it's funny because either like old 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 heads or like the new generation, and I don't know what the old generation is bad at. Like new generation, I'm just looking at y'all like dude, y'all out here just being spoiled. That's what it was. Y'all just came up in the time of Obama, and y'all just being spoiled. Let's let's y'all break you know. back down to the realities of life. Obama ain't never did nothing for me. Well, you was 18 the first time you had a no. president for real. That was your president. A lot of times Obama did do stuff for them, but they're so used to seeing that. I'd be like, hey, Obama was 44 to 43 before him it was white. They weren't reading <laughs> like, that shit. This that nigga was the exception to the rule. Yo, it's weird <laughs> like, that we having this conversation. I was watching I was, I started watching Girlfriends with Ash because they put it on Netflix. And given the time period of that show, it's just funny to listen to them name drop like a black activist of that time period. Cause I'd be like, Hmm, I wonder if they could see what Jesse is doing today. <laughs> Cause <laughs> back then now you like, you, you champion Jesse's dude. Like, Oh, we having issues bringing Jesse Jackson. And today they'd be like, we're having an issue. Everybody keep out Jesse Jackson. <laughs> don't, let that, <laughs> don't let that nigga come here. The, dude, uh, the, uh, yes. the honorable Elijah Muhammad. And, and, and don't let Farrakhan come up through here. And, Al Sharpton? Oh my God! Could they imagine if people from back then could see what Al Sharpton looks like right now and what he does on TV every day? Given what he was doing back in the day, it just—it's crazy. So, like, when I see and it's like I said, it's not all young people. I see a few young people talking about they ain't voting, and I'd just be like, because uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not voting for the less two even stuff like that. I'd be like, I don't know what y'all think black people been voting for the last. Hundred so years. My nigga, listen. Let me. I'm glad like, you got to there because I'm gonna like, break something down to you, right? Okay. In uh, let's see, what year was? It? If you're gonna break it down, so you got to get up on the mic. That's fine. Um, in 1964. That sorry, was 1968. That was like a cliffhanger way of delivering a date. Yeah. Well, I had to make sure I had my shit straight. So in 1968, black people's choice for president was Herbert Humphrey, who wanted to make being a communist a felony, who's the Democrat. Uh, Richard Nixon. And George Wallace, Mr. Segregation Now, Segregation Tomorrow, Segregation Forever, with three candidates for president. Uh And it was a close election. So, being able to choose between literally the worst person to ever be the president of all time, and a dude who's like, eh, is a luxury that people do not realize that they have. Dude, I was sitting there right now, people be like, they'd be like, well, I don't like him. And I don't like that segregation today and every in everyday nigga either. But it's like, but if that nigga wins, it's just like no that's just black going to, like there's a, a there's all the time, twenty four seven, three sixty five. There are two roads you can go down. You might get fucked up. You will get fucked up. 
That should be a very simple choice. Bruh, it's not for some people, though. They feel like that they're the same a choice. very simple choice. They're like, all they hear is get fu- getting fucked up. And they're like, well, it sounds like I have the same options. But no, sir. Like, <laughs> listening <laughs> no. is fundamental, my nigga. No, like, I, you needed to hear I, look, what we just said. I ain't saying the options <clears throat> is good. But what I am saying is... There is a better option. I want to be, I want to be not fucked up so that I can then hopefully make it better in the future. <laughs> like, but if I get fucked up, I can't do shit. I'm fucked up. Okay. The Democrat <laughs> candidate in that election also uh, supported and sponsored an act that threatened concentration camps for quote-unquote subversives in the country. Dude, I want anybody, if you're listening to and the podcast... And he co-authored the, uh, the uh, fucking Civil Rights Act of 1964, so if, uh, if kind of liberal, I guess. If you're listening <laughs> to this podcast and you do not know for some reason Please go back and read a book on the on the Reconstruction era after the Civil War. Uh, like, read something, learn some history. Don't go watch learn Gone how. with the Wind, though. That is not uh, a great. Re- don't no, go watch no, Gone no, with the Wind. That is not a great representation no, of what white no, people were like, actually going if through. You, after the Civil War, when they had Reconstruction, when they were sitting there, and people became free. People started getting, uh, black men started getting the right to vote. What you started seeing was black men in all levels of government. Oh, yeah. You started from from local governments, state governments, into the national, into like U.S. Congress. You saw black men winning positions in this thing. Some whole towns had like whole black city councils and shit like that. Right? Because again, they were the majority of the people in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why. This is why the Ku Klux Klan was formed. Yep. Yes. The Ku Klux Klan was formed during this time because they was like, these niggas is doing too much. They actually literally went, we gotta kill these niggas to stop them from progressing. Literally. They literally they said they, these niggas is literally doing too much. So people had land given to them. People's out here that's when people talk about like the 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 economic gap in in when it comes to like wealth and stuff like that the wealth gap between black and white people that shit is that shit it was was messed up because the amount of land that was stolen back from people land was given to a lot of black people that land was taken back from them through all of this shit all this Jim Crow and all this stuff like y'all keep they like Civil War happened and then Jim Crow happened no Jim Crow was a response to the progress that was seen. Ku Klux Klan was a response to the progress that we saw happening. There's only been one coup on U.S. soil, and that happened, I believe it was in North Carolina, where they literally went in there and killed the entire uh, city council and replaced it with white folks on American soil. That's the shit they did. That's all the stuff again. So every time somebody tells me, like, it was just a vote. Like, nah, nigga, if they would not be trying to take this shit from you. If it didn't if fucking it matter. Just, if, it, if it did, like, they would not be doing it. Bro, Trump is smart enough really to not look. want conversations about race and segregation being debated in schools right now. Like, he doesn't want those conversations. He's that smart. He's smart enough, he's, he's smart enough to be that smart that he doesn't want history of white people doing terrible things to become commonality amongst the classes he does not want people to learn about that shit because it goes mm. against white privilege and culture 
it, he literally took he literally took out di- diversity training. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want you guys talking about like how that. black people are treated badly in front of us right now, today. Like he doesn't want that. He, he is smart enough to not want that because he knows where his power lies. Now you can look at him stuttering through shit and mispronouncing words and whatnot, but at the end of the day, he is a white privileged male in this white privileged male country. He knows exactly what he wants certain people to learn and wants them not to learn. It, 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 it blows my mind when people act like this shit isn't important. Dude, it's crazy. And, and then and people be acting like, oh, well, they don't know the power of this stuff. Like this. White folks always knew what this was going. They knew what this shit happened. That's why the Daughters of Pharisee was like, hey, we're going to rewrite. <laughs> literally, we literally, we're going to rewrite history. Rewrite history. We're going to rewrite the books. <laughs> like, we're going we gonna to literally rewrite it. And them niggas did it in less than a generation. Yeah. Seamless. Like they did that shit less than a generation. It, it took them about 20 years. That's but, it. But that's why I like that. To, re- to rewrite shit that people were still alive around to see. Like <laughs> that's, that's the crazy But black people shit. tell you that ain't the truth. You got older black folks that will tell you the shit that you learning or whatever. That isn't true. And they were saying it in the faces then. Nah, they lying. I saw that shit last week, dog. Like it was like they knew what was going on and they carry that weight with them now. So when you have conversations with them or you see how they act around white people in society and stuff like that, there's a reason for that. They don't know what is real and what isn't real, what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable because at any point a white person can decide that it's unacceptable to be a nigga in their presence. My mother was five years old when Brown versus Board of Education was decided. You, my, my grandmother, bless her bless her heart and her soul just turned 93 early this week love to see it all right 93 my grandma was born in 1927 yes sir man if you think if i if i just think about the journey of so 1927 so we're talking Italy, my, my grandma is tw- at 20 years old it is 1947 uh, we just got out of a war. Shit ain't still ain't looking good for black folks because black soldiers coming back and all this shit. Twenty years old. The, there's a reason why my grandmother makes it almost her goal to attend every single of her children, grandchildren, and she still like great grandchildren who graduate. Cause I'm, yes. I'm, I, I'm looking. I could just put myself in the mind, and the shit that we are accomplishing now was the epitome of dreams for her. Was stuff that she dreamed, but she didn't really know if it would happen. So the fact that she get to see me get a college degree, get two of them joints. I say get another one on top of that too. Like she, she gets to see that. And I see that smile on her face, and I look at her every time because I know the stuff she's seen. I know her life. You know, in fact, I don't know her life. I can only imagine because she hasn't shared with me all the stuff. We're trying to make it through 2020. She had to make it through 1920 to at least 1990. Like, that is is unparalleled, sir. Didn't the Depression hit in 1929? Yeah. Like both of my grandparents that were born in I think twenty four and twenty respectively. Unparalleled, like, my nigga. Dog. My grandmother My like, grandfather fought in World War Two and came back to a racist ass country. 
we talk about my grandma saw the depression as a child, World War II. Yep. We talking we talking World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, all all the wars. Every war. Then she's MLK. She she herself is one generation from slavery. Right. You know what I mean? Like one generation. Which means she grew up with people who had been slaves. Her mom, her grandma was definitely a slave. Right. And she grew up with those people. So she had their stories. So they were looking at her like the dream for them. And And we in the the country. Y'all know what? Country of Virginia. Man. Ain't ain't no Jim Crow was Jim Crow was a nigga down the street. (laughs) <laughs> like by his actual name it's black people like, that still yeah. won't go to Virginia Beach because they know they're not allowed they were sitting there and she got to saw this so I'm talking about at, from 20 we just go from her being an adult being able to really process stuff 20 years age she 1947 all of the stuff that she has seen black people do all of these things all of these changes. My parent, my parents were in uh, some of when the single, some of like twelve or so, twelve or thirteen when Martin Luther King got was killed. You know what I mean? Like they remember all the racial. They remember all the like all of these things aren't that long ago. I'm just saying, Chadwick Boseman died, and we all lost it. Like we were all hurt. Same thing with Kobe died. All hurt. Neither of them were Martin Luther King. Can you imagine if we'd have lost a Martin Luther either, King? But like, dog. Can you imagine if we'd have lost a? Have you seen the Jesus. video? Have you seen some of like some of the the few like video clips and stuff they got of like the days after Martin Luther King was? Killed? It was a collective, of the, a collective black depression, a collective loss of hope. They they knew what they were doing when they killed that man. There was a collective loss of hope. They were like, we can either we can kill him and it will break black people and we will get our nation back the way we want it. Or we'll kill him and it'll cause an uproar. We're willing to take that risk to break to break black people across the entire country. We want to we want to completely burn their spirit out of them. And for us to do that, we got to kill this nigga. It's, it's it's so when I when I see people talking about this and stuff like that, like I I take that junk personally because I'm like that's just disrespectful to your people, man. That is disrespectful to the entire heritage, to the entire to the entire to all the sacrifices and shit that people did, so that you can just stand where you are. You know what I mean? Like that's like. Because I am in a, I am in a vastly different place at my age than than my grandma. See, twenty seven. That means should have been. We had thirty years of that. What nineteen? What fifty seven? I'm thirty five. So we nineteen sixty two is when my grandma was thirty five, which I am now. <laughs> that is two different lifetimes. That is two different things. The things that I'm able to do today, she would have never even thought of doing. So, like, I, 
it is our job to keep that ball rolling. And when I see people saying, oh, I ain't going to vote, or I ain't going to do this, or I ain't going to do all this stuff because everything is in line of the exact way that I want it. And I'm like, nigga, when has that ever been the case? But that's never stopped any of us. Unless you're a racist, playing. that's pretty much never going to happen. That it, like, nah. it is, it is never stopped any of us from playing. Yeah, like you're supposed to win every game. Just like no man, uh-huh. you go out there and you try your best and try to make it happen, and then it is not stop any of us playing. We've had the deck stacked against us, and we've still made progress up to this point. So we're gonna keep making progress. That's what, that's the one thing history has shown me. As a black people, we are gonna keep pushing forward. I'm telling you, I ain't gonna try to convince you to be better or to move forward. Or if you want to sit on your ass. And be ain't shit. Go ahead, dog. Like, that's your destiny. I'm tired of niggas not wanting better for themselves. They, it ain't, it ain't, man, for, it man, ain't just anything for everybody. I'm tired of it. Four of the objectively most, like, doing their best in their own way to try to make things better for all of the people in the country, like, leaders were killed within the space of what, five years? No, three years. These niggas Malcolm can't X live, killed dog. In 65. John F. Kennedy, no, John F. Kennedy was killed in 63. Malcolm X was killed in 65. And then Martin Luther King Jr. and Bobby Kennedy were both killed in 1968. Assassinated, not killed. Like, hunted down and killed because of, like, them being among the most progressive leaders in the country. And we oh, still managed. Mega Ever like, was 63. Bro. <laughs> Mega, damn, see? When was Fred Hampton killed, matter of fact? Ramsey was the was late uh because he was more in the what late seventies eighties eighties no nineteen sixty nine sixty nine shit killing sixty nine no sixty nine I thought he was in the seventies the sixties was a hard ass time shit. it was supposed to be all people think the sixties like peace and love and shit no it was the fucking Man, every most time you said peace and love shit a bunch of white people trying to like not for black down on communists and negroes also as hard as they possibly can peace and love my ass a lot of the white people was doing so many drugs back then they didn't make it through the 70s peace and love shit they weren't loving themselves a lot of All people went out is, as bad as shit is right now people fought through things that i think could be considered objectively worse bro we didn't lose obama just as bad and How did we not one. lose Obama? I'm I like I'm just like I'm I am that's flabbergasted. I mean, think about it. Like, How did we not lose Obama, dog? In eight years, eight. Therefore, we're doing something a little bit better. Something, some things are better than they were. Man, can't deny that. Shit. Yeah, no, and I, people, people. I know people do say things haven't changed. That's not fucking true. That's not true. I have a white doctor for our baby. Like, this <laughs> is this is not true, nigga. I got white clients. You trying to help white people? I got, I got Dude, white. Personally, I don't I talk got, to any white people look, at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I have, I have white oh, women clients. I remember talking, literally having this conversation with a client of mine, and I was like, "You can sit here and say like right now, oh, you know, this is great, it's like that." I said, "But like, I don't have to go back to like the civil rights era. This would have been unheard of in 1990. <laughs> this would have been extremely rare." And it's in, if, we, if we went back to 1970, it would have been impossible. Or you could just go to, like, fucking the worst parts of Oklahoma or North or South Dakota, sir, and it would not be acceptable for you to be helping white women. I'm just letting you know. You pick the right part of the country, some parts of Louisiana, Alabama, etc. You uh, don't share any advice with them. If you see them in trouble, walk the other way. 
It is niggas, you don't you do not want to be a hero. And our country is still like that in some places. And it's sad. It's it's sad that that we can't even, you know, we 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 aren't even allowed to help people without ultimately hurting ourselves for no for no reason other than the way other people see or look at us. Like the way just the country feels that environment and us in it. Or people towards us. We can't win regardless. We can't win when we slaves. When we slaves, who wasn't picking right. When we got unslaved, we was too free. When we started hunkering down and following the rules, then we was too good at following the rules. And we got beat for, you know, or killed for being too polite and too commandeering and too hospitable to some of the nastiest people ever. If there's a reason, people will find a fucking reason. And that is our struggle. If there's a reason, you will find a reason for niggas. Dude, I'm I'm sitting here. The uh the um, Southern Poverty Law Center has a a thing on civil rights martyrs. Mm. And nigga, if I just start at nineteen sixty three. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. I'd rather watch Rosewood again. Dude, and it's what they did. They got everybody. They got they got white folks up here. It's one white dude, William Lewis Moore. Postman from Baltimore was shot and killed during a one-man march against segregation. He planned to deliver a letter to the governor of Mississippi urging the end to intolerance. This nigga was going li- to give a white man was going to give a letter. He got killed shot that for nigga. doing Mega a one-man Ethos. march. Uh, uh, four girls in the Birmingham church. Man. Uh, 13-year-old boy, Virgil Ware, was shot by teenagers when he was riding on his handlebars. Uh, another uh, dude who witnessed the Murder of a civil rights worker, and then he got killed. Uh, this person, uh, jo- Johnny May, Johnny May Chappelle was murdered as she walked on the roadside because the killers were white men, and they were looking for somebody to shoot at the day of racial unrest. They were looking for anybody to shoot, so they literally anybody shot black. anybody. Clearly. Anybody yeah. black. Anybody, anybody black. black. They literally just shot uh, anybody black. Who did nothing to them? Who was trying to you go home? Well, then discreet. It's just it, Henry, how you not gonna call that evil? And then you, you then you have white people who would be like, "Well, I'm not my ancestors." I I know you think that, but a lot of your position right now is because of things that they did, things that your grandmother, who is still alive, did. You know, like things that you're older, you're older. Cut, aunts off. And stuff cut off did. your grandparents. Stop talking to the motherfuckers, man. You see him at Christmas. <laughs> it's just, it, it, literally it, about that. It right. just, it's people. It's really about that right. White people who stood around. Granddaddy in front of the Christmas tree. White people who stood around and watched things happen and didn't do anything about them were just as bad as the ones who were, as far as I'm concerned. That, that, that making that shit, it, it's not, I don't know. I, I don't know if acceptable is the right word, but pretty much it was acceptable because nobody was stopping it from happening. That shit is just I mean, as bad. It's very acceptable. Yeah, this Listen, was... man, I was listening to a podcast about John Brown, right? It's a three-parter on this podcast called The Dollop. And at the end, the host is like on some, I'm so liberal. It's nothing is good. Don't vote shit. So don't do that. Don't listen to him on that part. That was fucking stupid. But the part where he was just talking about John Brown is very entertaining. And John Brown was about the realest white man to ever walk the face of the earth. If you think that like, insert white civil rights hero and that you can think of was about it and that person isn't john brown there wasn't shit john brown was like given like a, a guard of honor 
by the people that he was trying to murder when they was taking him to the gallows to get hung. John Brown was like, he started the world's first non specifically non-racist one man sheriff's department in Pennsylvania. Uh, he like on his teams of people or whatever, it was never like here. The white guys make one group, black guys make one group. Everybody was together at all times. He would tell people outright to their face that they held slaves, that he had no respect for them. They offered him a priest before his uh, hanging. And he was like, you're a Virginian priest and you support slavery. So you cannot possibly be a Christian. I reject you and your fake ass religion. John Brown was about that life. That nigga was ready to get strapped up and shoot people because he was like, slavery is abomination. And I'm going to prove it by getting all these muskets and clapping every slave owner I can find. So get like that if you really believe in Black Lives Matter. (laughs) I'm starting to feel like that's where they want. That's where some people want the nation to go, though. Because I don't know how much, how much, I want to say how much longer, but we've been dealing with this for so long. I'm going to say something inflammatory, which I probably don't actually mean, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, A lot of the people that are like, Second Amendment, we believe in Trump, yada, yada, yada. Don't actually want the smoke, but they got the guns. If you bring the smoke to people, it, you really will find out if they actually are about it or not. Dude, um, look, I would look, I would kind of piggyback on that because I'm always the person to be like, why the people who got the most weapons are the most afraid? Right. That makes you sense. You know what I mean? Right, don't it? Because, because like you, you look at like the cops now, like the cops out there. And they're talking about they're, fair, they're afraid for their lives. And we're like, okay, so y'all are out there with riot shields, helmets, bulletproof vests, and, and weapons. And the, Several types of weapons. and the protesters got rocks. rocks. Inside. Yes. All right. All Legend right. I, I, I'm confused. How are you scared? <laughs> like, like, you can be nervous. <laughs> you can be a little anxious. <laughs> but but the situation. But but I was terrified for my life. But by, by who knew who what when and where, nigga? Like at some point, I don't know. I feel you, like you got to rationalize your actions. I had an epiphany today when I was out walking. Cora, we was walking and she was doing her business, and I was chilling because it was mad early and I was mad tired. And then all of a sudden, I felt some shit touch my arm, and I looked down and it was a fucking bee, and I straight threw the deuce up and I started boxing that bitch, and I feel like that is the determination of what type of nigga you really is. Cause I could have ran away screaming. I could have dropped the leash. Flight, and like, I'm gone, but instead. And for I the record, the if up. your defense mechanism is flight, that's cool. As long as you're not, uh, one of these racist gun people, like that's totally fine. And it's normal. There's actually nothing wrong. With yeah. That mine was to throw the hands with a B. I was going to box that nigga. He wasn't going to sting. But me I'm saying a lot by. of these motherfuckers that talk all this shit are soft. I think that's why, I think that's why I don't want a gun. Like, I think that's why I, I don't want weapons because and I'm not I, trying to shoot nobody with, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot people, but I, re- but I think that if I had to, I also probably wouldn't hesitate. And that like, that shit scares the fuck out of me because it's, it's like, if you push to that point, like I really, I, I have thoughts. Like if, 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 if I'm getting pulled over and I have my weapon on me and a, a, oh, it really turns into some queen and slim shit, the traffic stop. That's just it's a shotgun, man, bro. Like I, at that point, I'm just like, is is am I supposed to let somebody shoot me because of the law? Got to like, clean and slim it, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and at that point, is is there are people who are like, 
I'm trying to be peaceful, but I can't go pro. I can't go walk and protest with y'all, bro, because I don't want to throw rocks at people shooting at us. I want to shoot back. That shit ain't a fair playing ground to me. And I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't feel like it's bowing down necessarily, but I feel like I'm putting myself out there to be victimized by these people who don't fucking care about us. And for the record, that is why we are not our ancestors. Cause a whole lot of them did that shit. Bro, I'm, I'm absolutely not my ancestor. I, could, I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't both, have done bro. it. Like they knew what it was. They knew that all, the only thing that they could do was fucking deal with all of this like they garbage. went and sat in when they, I was, they went and sat in diners point, knowing that people was going like to pour coffee people that were enough. doing it to them looked foolish enough that they had no like to stand on anymore when i when i look back and you know you know every every like little stereotype comes from something real right that people spin out you know what i mean like you look at like black like people say black people can't swim but if you go back to historically black there's a whole generation of goddamn pool yeah, so like, and at least that, and then like, you can't. We're not gonna let you in here. Then we're gonna teach you because you can't swim, right? So yeah. when you come to like all of y'all, when y'all hear like when y'all saw like white people putting on blackface and doing like the lazy Negro and all that stuff and the lazy slave, like, do y'all fully understand these were acts of civil disobedience by people who were fucking enslaved, like who were who had the audacity to know that this person could. I've seen that not that like he cook him. I've seen them kill people in front of me, take children, all of this stuff. But these niggas would slow down. These niggas would do something, mess around things around the farm, act like this dude, do all these things as their little ways of getting back at the people or their little ways of making people not get the quotas and all this shit. And I'm like, and and I'm like, the bravery to do all that shit. You know what I mean? In the it literally in the face of death, like not like oh it could it could right. happen. Right. No, like you saw the death likely to happen. Yeah, there's a good chance that somebody's still hanging on the tree right now. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? And it also points out how fucking stupid racist people are because like you don't do shit, you fucking force a bunch of people to do all your work for you and then you have the nerve to call them lazy? Like, are you fucking serious? That's all mine. That's all breaking people down. Business is just unbelievable. It's all, it's all about breaking man. people down, too. Like, it's projection and it's about breaking it's people projection down. projection like Trump does. Everything, you know how every time he says some shit, it's basically the exact opposite and if he's criticizing someone, that is directly applicable to him. That's what, I mean, and, it's and exactly the same thing. I want to, I want to kind of wrap this up. Like, but that just, it, it's why I don't feel the need to cater oh, to Oh, am I right? Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's why I don't feel the need to cater to certain people's egos when we trying to have serious conversations. Like, if you interjecting with some bullshit to try to stir the pot or deter the conversation, shut the fuck up. Like, ain't nobody trying to talk about that. We trying to talk about what's right in front of us, what we need to take care of right now, and we need to vote. Boy, I don't want to have no fucking Twitter, conversation with you. Blocking them, Brandon. Blocking these. <laughs> I don't want to have no conversation with you about what needs to happen 10 steps ahead of us getting through step one. And step one is getting Trump out of the timeline, my nigga. Trump is, we need to get him out so that we can at least start to go in the right direction. But you can't be talking about how fast we should be moving in that direction when we haven't even got to the finish line, the start line yet. It's it's just, it's dumb conversations. It's deterrent and it's wrong. Like, I don't want to have these conversations with y'all. 
what happens when so-and-so in four years doesn't do so-and-so it'd be better than so-and-so doing something in four fucking months you dickhole like it's you don't understand the ramifications of what you're talking about because you're too fucking lazy to think ahead even though you claiming you're worried about our future the fuck out of here man you're not having these conversations with people and i wish y'all would stop having these conversations with them because these niggas that's gonna vote is gonna vote and these niggas that's not gonna vote is not gonna fucking vote stop trying to convince that's these niggas to vote. black people that say they're not gonna vote literally stop trying to convince I've, people to do shit they're not gonna do that i'm in like they're, they're not, they're not talking to me they're not you. They're not worried about you. you. They don't care about you. Don't sit and entertain conversations with them where they try to convince you that it's love there. There is no fucking love there. You don't hurt the people you fucking love. It doesn't work like that. And if that. you want to argue with them just to argue with them and like call them names and cuss people out and shit, do that. But don't expect that you're going to like change someone's opinion. Like, if you like ain't going to troll and be funny, so, don't troll at all. Like, just don't even do what? it. If you're not, if you're going to troll, but it ain't funny, just don't do it. Don't waste your time and energy. Let somebody, I mean, let somebody like me do that you. shit. The, at least we'll make it entertaining the, the, the fucking buffoonery that we have to sit and go through with these people but I wish I would just stop having conversations with them in general your fucking friends on Facebook that you can't stop fucking talking to that say stupid shit every fucking day stop fucking talking to them I don't want to see that shit, I see that shit on my timeline all time on the timeline block and move block and I don't want to fucking see that shit I'm so, I'm so tired of y'all up. trying to convince people that Honest they're wrong y'all, I, I think y'all really think that these block. people don't know that they're wrong and I don't and that makes you, honestly that makes you dumber than them to me these people absolutely know what they're saying. They absolutely know what they're doing. You're not explaining nothing to them that they didn't know already. So when you're having a conversation with them and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I never thought about it that way. They fucking lying to you. They did think about it that way. And they chose a direction. Like y'all ain't having fucking breakthroughs every day on your fucking timeline with these people. Nah, you, you, you're giving yourself way more importance than you worth, dog. I'm sorry. Like, like oh, oh not, I don't want to say worth, but you you give yourself way more than is actually fucking there, okay? Like you you really didn't do nothing for these people. They they didn't learn nothing for real. You'll be back arguing with them some about, about something stupid yesterday. I mean, any fucking way. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, uh, Twan. Just out of curiosity, uh, which PS Five did you order? Did you pre order? I got the one with the disc. Word. So did I. Yo, what's up with the disc hate? Uh, i don't know uh i didn't order one because i'm poor currently but um i'm getting the one with the disc because you know you can still store games on the one with the disc and also you can buy a game and then put that in and then not use it um i don't know i don't know about y'all i don't know about y'all but there's this little thing that we do every year it's called black friday and uh around that time period physical copies of games be like 15 bucks like 15 dollars for brand new games, games that was just sixty dollars two days ago, all of a sudden they'd be fifteen bucks. But it'd be the physical copies. They don't be fifteen bucks for digital download. So I'm supposed to get shit on my. Like system. I said, you can still download games to the hard drive of the digi- of the disc reader. Of course, I thought about it. I I thought about getting the discless one. I did too. I mean, there are and definite I, benefits to it. The price point yeah. being is one of them. Yeah, of yeah. course. But for for me, even though the fact that. I have a PlayStation 4 right now that has a disc on it, and I only own two physical games out of the oh, myriad of games on, yeah, that are on my thing. I only own two. But the way my home is situated, Absolutely. I don't have a room that's just where I play my video games. So my shit is usually downstairs on the main thing. So it also doubles as my Blu-ray my 40 all that that player right yeah yeah 
So that's why I, that that's used. That's why I was like, I'm going to get it because I'm going to play a movie. It's going to be down here. I'm going to play a movie on it. Well, my girl's going to play a movie on it. I don't have like a dedicated like Blu-ray, Blu-ray player. Now I thought about like, if I had, cause what I would love to do is get an extra room and just have all my games in there. And if I had something like that, I might get just a digital junk, but I mean, I look. I saw it too because I know, I know exactly what post you talk about. I'm talking about Chris's post. Look, 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 look. Chris is Chris is my nigga. That's my that's my nigga. That's my road dog. That's my brother. But bro, and he, he he's not the only one. Like if you get the Chris from from MTR, that is my nigga. Like I understand that he is shaming people for buying the system with the disc because it costs a hundred dollars more. But I'm a physical person. Like I collect vinyls. I, I fucking like going out as I still buy Blu-rays that I want indefinitely on like on, on like physical copies because dog sometimes I don't want to stream shit and it with streaming it, it the internet is be acting up nigga like I can pop that 4K disc into the system and straight watch it the way it is like I don't have to deal with you know having a three-story home and trying to make sure the internet is acting the way it should fucking act going up here to the top floor there are just certain reasons that i have physical discs and i just kind of am like yo i'm just gonna buy the whole system like i don't want a piece to be missing that later on i might wish that and, i had it that's and just I need me it. i don't want to feel i'm gonna feel bad about it but like there's still a whole like broadband is not everywhere in this country not great so either they, where everywhere it like, is they're gonna it's gonna always be a market for that and they should always have a market. I don't want Absolutely. them to ever come out with like only just all like an all digital thing. I think that's gonna leave out a lot of people. I mean, I wish I could let go of this collector in me and just buy the fucking oh, this list oh, version, I, but I can't I, do it. I let it go. I I'm not like it. that like I'm not on that part. I have I have let it go. I have turned down some of those deals I've seen for games because I'd be like, mm, I don't want this. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm about to go, I'm about to go look and see from if from my, if just this whole generation with my Xbox One and my PlayStation. Look how many physical games I have. I have a bunch of physical games. Hold on, I'm about to go look because I think I'd be surprised if I have more than five. I have at least six Xbox drinks, and I know I have sitting right here, I'm looking at them nine PS4 ones. Definitely, definitely have nine PS4 ones. I'm sure there's another one hidden around here somewhere that I'm not uh, counting. But uh, it, to me, it's just like, yo, I like having <clears> options. <throat> like, yeah, I just, I, 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 and I had the fucking discless system first because that was all Walmart had, and I had it in the cart, and I was like, uh... I'm actually I got, I got eight. Yeah. Six, six on Xbox One, but also those are like NBA two, uh, NBA two K fifteen. So when I first got the system. Right, because ain't nobody playing Xbox right now. <laughs> and then I got that. And then the only reason for the two PlayStation games, I got Horizon and God of War, because when I bought my PlayStation, they literally were, I didn't have no game. They were, they were literally selling both of those games. I think I got both of those games for $20. Listen, I got to be able to buy my so games. Like, and games. So, I, so I went and got a game. But everything else, I... all the other 80, I think I got about 60 games on my Xbox One. It's probably another 30 on my PlayStation. 
all of them are. No, nah, I need to be able to buy my games on sale because some of these games ain't going to ever get played. So I need to know that I only wasted 15 bucks on them. Like, I can't be around here saying I wasted $65 on Kingdom Hearts 3 and I ain't never played more than 10 minutes of it. Like, I just, cause I, but I got the digital version. I can't do that shit. It's really fun, though. I, 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 no, I played a Kingdom Hearts game. It just, it really ain't for me. I've tried. It just ain't for me. And I, I just, I, I have to be able to, like, get my shit on discount and catch these sales dog and sometimes i, I ain't waiting for the downloads to go on sale because they be like 25 percent off for 70 dollars, and i'm like that's not good i wanted it for 30 or i, I wanted it for 25. i will say that the the sales on digital have been steadily improving they've gotten a lot better but i think that's because we're going into the next generation so i yeah, don't think those got, prices are gonna call, are gonna follow through on the but, ps5 right? but yeah but stuff stuff has dropped because like i used to get like the only reason I got the I've gotten the last two two K games, and I played I paid twenty dollars total for both of them, because I just come up there and I'd be like, oh, the game on sale for four dollars? Why? Okay, I don't care, I buy it. Yeah. I I I got games like I got Devil May Cry five up there right now for I think I bought that for fourteen dollars. I would try a lot more games if I could get them for ten and fourteen dollars, and then I wouldn't feel like it was a loss. Like, and I feel like that's the generation we kind of came from. Where we used to not know if a game was going to be good or not. We bought it. We Even if we didn't like it, we played the shit out of it. Because we had spent... Eight, our parents brought that shit for us. And that was the only thing we was getting. So you might as well play that bullshit. And <laughs> now we've kind of entered the generation of... I brought seven games this month. And I'm still seven games behind from the last month. Like, that's where we're at. And that's great that we have more options. So me having to get to this version... That's just how the that's how the, this shit falls. And a hundred dollars on a system that you paying four hundred or five hundred dollars for it. I mean, I get it, but also I'm kind of looking at it like, hey, for me, it's a fucking investment. Like, I don't really see the big deal. I thought it was funny that not only that conversation was going on, but then the whole console actual war conversation was going on because yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about Xbox Cloud versus what. Uh, PlayStation is bringing to the table for PS5 and the fact that some of these games are going to be available on PS4. And here's my thing, though, dog. Can you name a fucking game generation swap where the new games, like, a majority of them weren't on, going to be available on the old system? Like, we might Dude, it's always it's, uh, it's always like that. Like, some of the stuff that I see, I, I, I ask some of these people, like, have you been around for the generation where you were around seven, eight years ago. Like, cause this is just what happened. Like there's always a, the new console comes out, games are made for both. Right. There's going to be some extra features you get in a new one. And then they slowly start to phase out. I would say the, the longest one that didn't have this thing was what from the jump from PlayStation two to PlayStation three. And that was only because PlayStation 2 is the best-selling console of all time. And they were making games with PlayStation 2 for a long fucking time. Okay, but like... they were still selling. But everybody else, it always transfers over. It's always my, that question. first... That first, Chris, that first holiday season, usually that, those first two quarters that the game... That the system comes out are... You're going to see the same games come out. But here's, here's my question, though. Why is it okay... To own an Xbox One, an Xbox One Series S, and an Xbox One X. But it's stupid of me to go from a PS4 to a PS5. Why is that, though? But the latter isn't. 
I look. I think now the cool thing about the console wars now is that they have split apart far enough that, and I think I talked about this before. It just really depends on the type of gamer you are. You can pick a system that fits you, bro. Like I, I told you before, if I had if I had kids, like if my like if my like if my sister or something came to me and said I want to buy a console for your nephew, I would be like, go buy you an Xbox, pay that shit for like two years and get the game pass mm-hmm. so that nigga can download any game he want have a good ass time Boom. and he can play a bunch of games and you're gonna save a lot of money or you know if you like to connect so like it's like it's kind of just like who you are if you i like a lot of single player stuff i like stuff like playstation is is geared to me bro like, every game they show it's not a near. war anymore especially I when i got both systems sitting here most a lot of people have both little people talk about wars and like you got both systems. You're an adult now. This ain't like when you was a kid and you just got stuck with money. But the war like, has turned I, into what system they getting win now. It's not even that they not getting one system over the other one. It's, man, I ain't even gonna get this Xbox first. I'm gonna wait on that shit and get it three months from now. I'm gonna get the PS first and I'm sitting there like, so what are we even talking about? Because in three months, you're gonna have both systems. You can't be in here talking about this one is so, like your team PlayStation or team Xbox when you team both systems, my nigga, like it, it's yeah. unnecessary to do that. I don't, I don't really fucking understand any of this shit. I just like the PlayStation exclusives better. And I've been playing yeah, for like that's, longer. That's so it. I'm gonna get a PlayStation five. And I want Dude, my shit I to got... look good when I'm playing it. And the, it, that shit look good. Play footage on the PS five and it'll get better. I don't know what's wrong with getting out in front of everybody else. If that's what, if that's how you want to look at it, Oh, y'all getting it when it dropped. Yeah. Cause I want to have it already. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be sitting and watching y'all playing the shit. I have never, never have I either, sir. Ever, ever, ever. I'm 35. I've never gotten a console when it drops. This is a first for both of us, sir. Never. I've never pre-ordered a console. Let me live my first. <laughs> let me live my first. I have been blessed enough. Give us our flowers. I've been Keep blessed going. enough to have the wherewithal to do this, to have the opportunity. To have the advantages, to have the financial security, to do this, to get something I want that I know I'm going to get when I can get it. Give us and our flowers while we take can smell them, sir. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it because I was like, I'm already gonna get one. I like all the games. I know right now that people are like, well, ain't no other games coming out. You know what game I know coming out? Spider-Man. What is I'm that? Hold on, that hold on, dog. Up. How many games you need to be able to play? Ain't a lot of games be, coming out. I'm going to be playing you can play one of them at a time. Seriously. I'm going to be playing How Spider-Man and I know Ratchet and Clank ain't coming out much further along Ooh, after that. I'm going to enjoy that shit. But I just want to know how many <laughs> games did y'all buy this year that's got you looking at a brand new system going, ain't enough titles at launch for me to be excited. I only need one. If they'd have done Bloodborne 2, I would have been fucking ecstatic. But the fact that they're doing this Miles Morales Spider-Man, I am equally fucking ecstatic about this game. And I don't care if it's on the PS4 or the PC or the Nintendo DS or the fucking Switch. Like, I don't fucking care. I want it on the PS5. And the fact that we're all adults, we can do we we can we should be able to go out and get whatever the fuck we want to get without there being like this whole console war discussion at our ages about it and people trying to convince you that you're making a dumb decision. By investing in some shit that you gonna get full enjoyment out of i like i gotta be honest and I, i've really been stuck on this for a minute because this pandemic then had me bored outside of having a baby 
But like, I, I actually appreciate the sneaker culture, like the accounts that I follow, because it don't matter how fucking ugly them shoes is. Them most of the niggas in the comments and the replies are respectful. Like they'll look at them and they'd be like, them joints ain't for me, but they look kind of dope. Like, I'm glad you got them or W for you for winning them shits. Like the only shoes that, and I don't, I don't never shit on these joints in on Twitter, but I definitely do in a group is them fucking cold Pumas. Like them shits is ugly. But other than that, if I see niggas buying, like niggas been buying these fucking orchard, uh, uh, threes or fives, or whatever the fuck, them shit's ugly as hell to me. But when I see, when I see niggas excited to get them, cause they live out in wherever oh, and the, that's the color. The Oregon ones? Yeah. If, if, if you excited to get them Oregon joints, Hey bro, like congratulations. You got some shit that you Have wanted and you invested in it. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to hate me, man. The more and more and more I see those damn Pumas, the more I like them. You know what, sir? I'm not surprised you're a kid. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I don't think I can wear them because I don't think I got a fit. You're not but five I years see, old, I, sir. I see, I see the, I see the use, man. I see them. I don't see it. I sir. see how they can make that work. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm, I'm never gonna try to be that dude that try to try to pull off what the use can do. But I, I see the magic in it. I don't see it, sir. Little kids, man. I can no, see why little kids. Do like, you know. do you like? This is my first time. My first time that when the thing come out. That early in that week, I can have it sitting in my house, the thing I wanted. You know what I mean? I don't get that. I didn't get that before. Cause you know what happened when 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 PlayStation Three came out or Xbox would be in, I mean PlayStation Four and Xbox One, right? And I was gonna get my Xbox One. I was in school. I was broke. I had no money. Like that was my Xbox One was my gift for for grad school for myself. And that took some money to move away. I ain't had nothing. Other one, I was in college. Broke again. Before that, it was my parents. I didn't get shit on time for my parents. I got a Nintendo. I know when I got a Nintendo, Super Nintendo had already been out. <laughs> I know I had to be. Because I'm thinking like, shit, I don't even know what year Nintendo came out. But my ass probably was Okay, 85. So me, me and Nintendo the same age. I know I didn't get that junk at 5. I know I didn't get that junk at 6 or 7. I know I was probably about 10. So that put me, what, 95. I'm 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 feeling that a lot of good stuff was happening out of that, but I appreciate that Nintendo. I did. I got a Sega probably late. I appreciate the fuck out that Sega. It was wonderful. They gave Super me a Nintendo choice. Came out in '91. Yeah, I didn't have that. <laughs> they gave me a choice of what system I kind of wanted. I told them I want a Sega Saturn. That was that was my fault. That was a bad decision. That was that, that, that was, was my decision. fault. And I was stuck with that, but I played a lot of virtual cop. I mean, you could have got a Sega CD, and that would have been equally I played, terrible. But... I played a lot of virtual cop virtual and virtual fighter bastards. Yeah, I played. I played. I when played is Dreamcast that... two coming out is what I want. I don't know. Twan no, played with a lot had... of polygons, though. A lot of polygon shapes, sir. Is what you was playing. No, with. I didn't have. Yeah, I had a lot. Of, it was a lot of triangles. I ain't had that shit. I borrowed a PlayStation one from a friend who went out of town, went to summer camp on the summer. He said like, you can have it for the summer. What? It was a wonderful summer. I got an email talking about. I don't even remember who that nigga is. No. I, he was a white dude. I don't remember whoever you are there, sir. If you remember this, bless you, sir. <laughs> I, I, bro, I got an email this week. Talking about last chance to buy a PlayStation Classic, and I was like, "What? What do you mean last chance? <laughs> what do you mean last chance? As in y'all finally gonna burn all of them if we don't come get them? Like, what do you mean? Y'all still got all of them left? There's exactly one game for the PlayStation. I mean, I would play Gran Turismo one and two if they were accessible, but there's one specific game for the PlayStation." That they have never, and I'm talking about every other game in this franchise, they have re-released as a fucking 
download it on current gen and play through it. Breath of Fire 3, I have never seen a current gen release for. It came out on PlayStation 1. It didn't get a re-release on 2, 3, or 4. I want to play that game again. It is one of my favorite RPGs of all time, and I cannot oh, find it. They don't care I about still you. have the PlayStation disc, but I don't have a fucking PlayStation. See, I don't have play. I still got my PlayStation Two. Somebody got an emulator or something. Hook your boy my up. PlayStation Three. Like my 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 joy. If I had just the money to have my own house, like it would, I would have like a whole like basement level that would have multiple TVs hooked up with all my systems hooked up to them. We have two working PlayStation Threes and a PS Four in my house currently yeah. as well, and my Nintendo at my dad's house still works. Yeah, my Nintendo works. My my Genesis works. Like I want to just like have that so I could just switch to it and 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 just just live my nostalgia. That's what I would want. You know what I mean? So like, don't knock your dreams. You want to buy this? Buy it. Have fun. I'm just saying the disc is sexy. Day one, if you can listen, if I could afford to, I for sure would also do that because this year sucks ass. And if I can deal with the ass sucking of this year by electrocuting bad guys as Miles Morales, then that will make it better. Dude, I'm about to sit here and I'm saying the only thing I'm probably gonna spend some more money on now is when these Pharrell uh, NMDs drop. Nigga. Oh, well, he dude. got some new humans? Uh, dude, he got, he got like, he got multiple. He got like, like, he showed a picture. He had like 12 pairs. I'm trying him. not to read them humans, oh, dog. But, but I've already seen an all white joint, an all yellow joint. He got like Hindi on one. He got Chinese letters on other ones. I seen the all. I seen a red one. It, it just. I hate this man. Like he released them humans, and I was like, "Oh, that's the new Pharrell line." God damn it, dude. See, he's already like he released them a couple years ago. The NMD, he, like that's when I first heard of NMD. So he put them out, but he had the ones that had so bad when I was out on tour. Yo, them we try, <laughs> and them junks is gone. Like you can go on StockX now, and them junks are still like four five hundred dollars. <laughs> like, yep, show sure enough is. Yeah. They ain't they ain't selling. They they you ain't getting them. So that's why I'm gonna try to get them junks. I'm gonna try to get them junks now. That's probably the only other thing I'm trying to get. But like I'm getting shoes and stuff, and not because I'm out here flossing, because it's just cause I can't, I got extra money. My bills are paid. I got money going to, you know, extra stuff. I got, you know, no money going to to my credit card because that's paid off. I'm putting money away for down payment on the house. Like we, I'm doing. I'm trying to live my life, but let me enjoy some shit. I don't like, know, bro. I've been giving. I'd be like, y'all just let me enjoy time. some shit, man. I've been giving like, a lot hey, of people money for a long time. I kind of want to spend it on myself now. So uh, you know, let me do me. It's 2020. You know, if we if we all did that at the age of 35, <laughs> come on, <laughs> at 35 too, not 25, <laughs> not living in my mama's house on the couch. It took us all to 35 to start splurging on ourselves. Let us have this moment. It's just, it's just, I, 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 come on, God, I was kind of calculating how much money I've spent on shoes since like March is crazy. It is, but, but you know what? Like, happy about it. No regrets. Like, none. And that's because I've never spent money like that on myself. Like, like for, and for stuff that I wanted, like, I would look at it and be like, man, I shouldn't pay that much for shoes. I shouldn't pay that much. $170 $170 for some shoes. I shouldn't do that. And now I'm like, $170 for some shoes? Man, I was just on sense the other day. They shoes starting at $300. Like, this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing. This is what I'm spending on myself? This ain't shit. 
I'm watching niggas buy fucking folding chairs from Supreme for $150. Fucking folding chair. Like, don't judge me. Don't judge me at all. That's Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh my God. Like, Supreme put some shit on sale and niggas was like, yo, I got that folding chair. It's a folding chair. Man, <laughs> on their first ever podcast, I remember Jesus was like, if Supreme made a limited edition cotton gin, niggas would stand outside in line for Nigga, it. it's a, <laughs> like, they had a, Mike, Mike, they had a whole site full of clothes and niggas was like, what's the best thing? Niggas was asking, yo, if I get into this Supreme joint and I'm able to cop, but for the buy to buy everything, what should I buy? And niggas was legit like, dog, get the folding chair. And niggas went cool. And the next thing you seen pop up on the timeline was a bunch of pictures of niggas opening the mail and being like, mail call, got this phone chair. And I'm like, it's legit. A fucking phone chair. These niggas paid hundreds of dollars for this chair. Here's the, and it, here's the thing. I, I, I want to talk to the marketing like person of Supreme because they're, they're genius. Because literally, just take the literal folding chair. We ain't done nothing to it. We ain't make the hinges be made right or different. It's no, it's the exact same, but we put the Supreme logo on it. <laughs> and it was forty eight dollars. No, no that's that's the that's the that's the thing that gets me like cause you've seen expensive stuff, right? And be like stuff expensive. But then sometimes you go like I'm gonna I went looking for uh my girls make it, you know, made a uh a, a office upstairs cause you know we it's it's the Rona, right? And you can go look and get like decent chairs, right? Or you can get you a real nice ass chair. And them real nice ass chairs can get up to like a G. Right? We won't oh, buy yeah, like a, the standard chair for audio yeah. engineer people is like about three fifty mm. starting. No, like wow. and like it goes to G. But when you look at it like it's all metal construction. It's all oh, this. It's everything nice design. Chairs, like, everything. Nice. That chair you gonna buy that one chair, that chair gonna last you. That chair is built well. Well. But no. Nah, Supreme don't do that. Supreme be like, mm, <laughs> this. I found this thing at Walmart, <laughs> and I'm gonna put and this gonna box logo on it and charge you 198 dollars. It's been people out there buying Supreme. They had a Supreme like what the club that you put on the steering wheel, bro. I was like, nigga, bro, eighty five dollars. They sold a Supreme Metro card for like fifteen dollars, and a Metro card is like a dollar retail price. It's I, just I, it's just a Metro card. It just you put money on it and you swipe into the sub. Bro, it's the same thing that happens with Travis Scott releases. That McDonald's release he did earlier this week, they're stupid. Like they, they didn't upcharge you for it. At least it's just a regular ass combo meal, bro. What? It is dumb, but it was just regular price, dude. They're selling. No, the workers are selling their clothes, dog. Stuff. The McDonald's workers were selling their uniforms like four hundred dollars. Their uniforms, yes, because they Yo, had to. They, they, the they, they had a, the one of it said like Cactus Jack on the shirt yeah. to promote the thing. Oh, get the fuck out! So of here. they were able to yeah. sell their shirts and their their fucking attire uniform. Yeah. Nigga. Some of the franchises said they have run out of the basic stuff because of the Travis Scott. Everybody's thing. buying it. Like they bought like, it up. Because my girl asked me one time, and I was like, oh, no, it's just a collab. That's it. And I said, he just put his order. Like, you know, if you go to a restaurant and the person's like, oh, this famous person came here and this is what they ordered. I said, that's all they're doing. And she was like, oh, okay. I thought it was like something new. I was like, no, no, no. This is just that. And she looked at me the next day. She was like, I didn't know. Is Travis Scott this popular? And yes. I was like, yes. Yes. Travis Scott has his love that nigga. Travis Scott's fucking site has a counter on it. Dog. That nigga got a whole. Travis Scott right now could snap his hands and give out an order, and that shit would happen. 
That's why. Niggas, that's why. That's why other people was getting mad at him the for McDonald's his sales shirt, and dog, shit. That's crazy. The McDonald's shirt is the. That's just this. That's just the other thing this month, dog. Travis Scott releases stuff randomly all the time, and when he does, it sells out in like thirty fucking seconds. Everything, whether it be fucking shoes, a fucking random hoodie, it doesn't matter. One sock, not even a pair, it doesn't matter. He puts that shit up. And you see niggas talking about, yo, did y'all register? You got five minutes to register. 19,000 people will register. And then 200,000 will try to hit the website. They're not even registered. And they're still trying to hit the website to get in there. The hope and dream that maybe they'll get through for no damn reason. It's crazy how quickly he sells shit. From, from me just reading random conversations, it sounds like Travis Scott might be the reason that dunks are so fucking hard to get right now. Because he started to do collaborations with Dunks, and I guess then he made them popular. So now everybody wants a pair of fucking Dunks, and that's why you can't get them. He has that type of fucking influence, and his his shoes being covered in like like pre covered in fucking sand dust still confuses me because them shits don't look good. But wait, which ones? The whatever them cactus joints or shit he be putting he put out. Oh man, them two them two them two seventies though. I like them Dunks. I like the design. I don't like the color wave or the color pattern I that they use. I want to say was his it blue five. His blue fours are fire. Oh, the blue fours are amazing. Yeah, well, they're so yeah. good. Man. Now, now when so you bad. oh the, the collaboration he's doing this year with the ones those the brown ones are dope. Like Travis, puts the brown on ones Gucci. are fire. okay. Now these joints are ugly. Which ones? Which ones are you looking at? Travis Scott X Nike Air Max Two Seventy React Cactus Trail. Are those the ones with the cactus brown bottom? Look like they've already been through the sand. Uh huh. Them shits is ugly. Yeah, they're horrendous. Man, the 270s are nice, man. Them shit sold out like 20 Absolutely seconds, not. bro. <laughs> I like the 270s, man. I don't know why I like, I like the 270. Hell, I can't tell you why I like them. I like them, man. sold out so fast. But like the, like the Travis Scott dunks that he released like last year, whatever. Them shit is fire. Like, yes. it's, it's, dunks always keep their stuff up because they always <laughs> release like a limited edition just in this one city type of thing. So there's always uh what was, Mike? You might know what was those those low tops that had the uh, the pigeon logo on them? Was that they're called staple pigeon SPs? Yeah, yeah, staple pigeon. And them shits. What if you had an original pair of them shits? You, you get ten thousand dollars. College, like, like ten thousand yeah, dollars. Yo, he's releasing. Stay. He's doing a release tomorrow for a pair of dunks. Ooh. Staple pigeon. No, oh. he's doing a release. And he's he's selling them for a dollar. If you get if you get chosen to buy them, nigga, nigga. The sta- dog, the staple pigeon dunk low SBs have a seventy five thousand dollar price tag on StockX right now. Yeah, I saw some other ones he did like last year, or whatever. They're ten thousand dollars, nigga. Then they made like four. They <laughs> look cool. For the record, I would wear them. I would obviously if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't pay seventy five thousand dollars for these fucking dunks. Nah. Dude, and they got a what is it? Um, so they they put out somebody was like it's it's just like uh, college season. Like they put all the uh, talking about the Michigan junk, the Michigan dunks and shit for every you know because like so you know the ones they call like the Jordan threes they call the Valor Blues. Those are basically UNC PEs. They just took the UNC off. Oh, you talking about threes? Uh, yeah, the Apple Five, like the the the, the those. Those ones they call the orchard. Those are just those are just uh, Oregon junks. Uh, they're coming out with um, the Michigan State and the uh, 
Michigan State and Michigan uh, high dunks. Yeah. They just call them Spartan Blue, but it's like they've been putting them just out all years. Like, here's all the college colors. We're going we're gonna to call them some new-ass name that has nothing to, that we had nothing to do. But everybody's like, dude, these are just the shoes y'all gave them, and y'all just took, like, the school logo off. But yeah. that's fine. We want them. And we like everybody them. is trying to fucking <laughs> We're going to buy them. Up. Like, uh... I thought about getting some, some high dunks just because I always like that profile of shoes. Yeah, good luck, sir. And, I have five pairs of dunk eyes currently. And for some reason now, I just can't do it. it, was, it you know, I blame you, Mike, man. Because after talking to you, when you what were just because you were basically like, like I had to wear a pair at like Air Force One since like maybe like high school or something like that. Yeah. And I was about to get like a high top one because they just and you was like, man, I can't wear them just, man. Look how thick the fucking sole is. Oh, I, I hate it. Just, I absolutely you just said it. that yeah, to I me one time. Right. Yeah. And then that's all I can see now. Look, I can't it's look so at it without seeing this thick ass soul. Yeah, I, I can't can. Have the one, so so I can fuck with them, but like it's you gotta you gotta two tone the soul. And the ones that kill me are when they just do one solid color on the soul. I'm like, oh, they look like now they they look I like will, they're uh, like like high, uh, like, black and a gum bottom. Keisha thinks I'm funny. I'm a sucker for a gum bottom. I do love me a gum bottom as well. I like, I I had a pair and I think I sent them back because they were they were a different pair and they weren't really like high tops. So I sent them back. I'm probably just gonna go get me a find me a high top uh with all black with gum rubber because I just think gum rubber soles are great. I've almost bought ugly shoes for gum rubber soles, like (laughs) shoes that I don't like. I mean, you can find what some I dope want designs. Is the Jordan ones with the gum rubber and the wheat upper, so it's like Tim wheat color on top of a gum rubber uh, outer and, and uh, low sole or whatever. Those joints are insane. Uh, a friend of mine has a pair, uh, and she got them because she has small woman feet, and <laughs> she was able to size very easily. You know, very. Dope. I definitely tried to get them joints on sneakers and. Mm. Well, I don't have them, so you know how that went. Uh, I kind of like all the trash joint, the recycled shit that they're doing with the soles and shit now. That's like Dude, my favorite. I thing. like them too, man. I almost got those 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 uh those uh Jordan craters. I got almost em. got them jumps. I got them. <laughs> I brought them. You got them. I brought them like a week early, dog. I got them sent from. I game. like them, but I like the space hippie ones too, man. Like those are the space again. Wait, oh, you talk okay. You're talking about the um. This is trash. Oh, space hippie. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is trash one. Like yeah. I like those too, but again. I like the gray I like, joints. I feel like the use can it can can do that, man. Like there's some there's some you, shoes I won't get because I'm you'd just like be surprised. Oh, I don't ones are. I I, like, I, like. I act up one. Well, the the crater. I, I wanted the crater runs for two reasons. One, they got the recycle bottom, which is different from any other bottom on a one. That shit just looks dope. And the color, like the red color pattern, the sewing in the joint was different. But that fucking dark ass gray black fabric that is like built for walking in the snow and it it actually is that shit is tough as fuck like that is the tough that's one of the toughest shoes i have you can walk through fucking brick with them shoes with that pattern on the outside i'm like these are ones that i can actually wear all the time because ain't nothing about to fuck these shoes up nah these shit's durable as hell you know but like the space hippie joints i mean look i i avidly thought that the Yeezys were some of the ugliest fucking shoes I've ever seen. And now that I have a pair, like I, I see them differently. And them fucking, um, 
them blue ones that they released a while ago, I wanted them shits so bad. I can't remember what the number is. But I wanted them shits. I was like, man, I ain't never been interested in getting no fucking Yeezys. But since I've worn a pair and they're comfortable, now I'm just kind of like, okay, I get it. It, it's, it just sometimes it takes you actually seeing the shoe in person. Because them biohacks was ugly to me too until I got them in hand. And I just happened to find them somewhere after they sold out. So I was like, if I let me get them, and if I don't fucking like them, then I know I'll be able to resell them because niggas still trying to get them. And I pulled them shits out of the box and held them in hand in person. I was like, damn, these color patterns actually work in person. It don't look that bad. And then I put them on and it was comfortable. I was like, well, I'm not. I'm not selling these. Fuck. So I just lost money on this shoe. But like, it, I don't know. It's like, like I'm trying to get these fucking cadences and shit tomorrow. I'm selling them. I'm not even buying. I'm not even trying to get them in my size. Like I've been putting in raffles for a lot of these, like the Kobe Pronos and shit. I've been putting in raffles for them in either sizes like eight or size like 12s. Cause I'm trying to get rid of them as soon as I get them. I don't even, I don't even want to give myself the option to keep them. Cause that shit happens quick. Like you get the shoe in your hand, you actually pull it out of the box and then you're like, Oh, this shit is actually doper than all the pictures online. And you just get get kind of fucked up by it. You seen these? Uh, you seen the Beyonce superstars? Nigga, yes, <laughs> yes. And I was <laughs> go I, look them up, son, bro. Right now, I looked them up on StockX to see if they was even worth it, and I was like, they're not. <laughs> they not even the resell on them. Ain't good nah, at all. Every everybody is 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 oh, unanimous. No, baby, I sh- I showed uh my girl because everybody was laughing. And there's another, oh, there's a Nike shoe. That's oh, I staggering. I like, I can't think of it. It's not for me, man. I can't think of the Nike shoe, but, like, I showed it to my girl. I said, this is, like, the kind of look they were going for. And she was like, okay, I can see it on that shoe. I still don't like it. Let me see. But also, said. the Superstar, for me, because they've been, Adidas has been having people come in to do little new stuff with the Superstar, right? The Superstar is such a classic-ass shoe. It's oh not God, much you can to do it. to change it. You know what I mean? Like Superstar is also ugly. Yeah, but just like there's not much you can do. Like the Superstar understands it. Like it's a reason why those those things the Yo. shoe have been unchanged since like 1970. It looks like the like, shoes are sitting in one of them coffee cup tops. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just ugly. Uh, so ugly. It is, uh, man. They be killing me with some of these just, shoes. Which is funny because I got enough stuff with Adidas to be like early, so I could get like early release stuff. And I was like, oh, the one time where I could probably get a shoe early release that mm. I can't resell. They sent me, they sent me these, and they sent me them fucking like Wonder Woman line early release, and I was like, I don't want this shit. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this shit. Fucking yo, so sneakers. Did you get the early release for the fucking uh, clothing line earlier this week? No, nah, man, I don't buy enough from sneakers. I Nigga, bought listen, two pairs of shoes from listen, sneakers. Listen, sneakers, listen, sneakers sir, give me nothing, sir. Listen to me. Listen to me. Sneakers has been given exclusive access to dunks, ones, threes, thirteens, sevens, fours, fives all year, all fucking year. They've been doing this, and then every once in a while, they'll give random early accesses to clothing lines that nobody asked for and nobody fucking wants 
I got one Tuesday, like, like what's the day? Wednesday. I got one Monday. And I looked at that shit and I swear, I said, I swear to fucking God, if they give her early access for these dunks or these fucking uh, threes that's coming out this week, I'm going to be pissed. And today sneakers tweeted that some people got early access to the Michigan dunks. I was so mad. I was like, God damn it. They but you got you got you get you got a what to a t-shirt. It got me to a fucking <laughs> no, it wasn't even a t-shirt, sir. It was a poncho. It was a fucking poncho. <laughs> Sneakers can eat a dick. <laughs> Fucking terrible <laughs> ass shit, yo. I was so mad. Twi- I was like, nobody wants these ponchos. You had to see the comments. Because so many niggas got early access to them ponchos. And the comments were hilarious. Niggas, <laughs> niggas were so disgusted by them ponchos. Nike, Nike actually sold less ponchos giving niggas early access to them. <laughs> Niggas just turned the whole sneakers app off that day. <laughs> it was like, I don't want these shits. How much was the poncho? The fucking poncho was like $75. Goddamn $75 poncho, nigga. Oh. So you I got needed exclusive that early access oh, to a man. fucking poncho. <laughs> Meanwhile, have you seen the shoes they're releasing this month? This It's insane. They have, they're releasing like seven dope shoes this month and we got early access to some goddamn ponchos. I don't even know. Oh. I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow because um, oh, I'm so happy. I'm ACW, so happy a cold wall did a, con- did a, um, a collaboration with Converse and they got a pair of boots dropping tomorrow. They're like Converse boots. Like rubber sole on the outside, Converse design on the inside. And I want to get them. They go on sale at 10 o'clock, of course. And then fucking Sneakers is selling the goddamn um the Cadence series tomorrow, also at 10, which is a fucking first come, first serve. And them shits is going for $900 resale on StockX. So I'm oh, definitely those, trying those to fragment one. Yeah, them fragment shits along with the hoodie. They're doing a fucking Kaepernick jersey now, which came out of nowhere today. There's a fucking Dude, black I, seven look, cap so jersey. I got the I got the email for that two days ago, and I knew it was coming because LeBron had the jersey on. Bruh, you before know how he before he came in the game, LeBron I, had I that all, the all black Kaepernick jersey, and I was like, they about to drop that junk. I'm about to bet the resale on this is gonna start off at six hundred. Like like the fucking Mamba Kobe jersey was like it went it it came it went it was on stock at starting off at six seven hundred. Then they were, then they got the Kobe Prontos which are coming out Friday. Those fucking resales are crazy. These Royal fucking fourteens, them damn Mexican dunks, the green dunks, and then fucking um Union LA decided to give sneakers access to they fucking off noir joints. So now they're getting released this month. Like. And you gave us early access to some fucking ponchos. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't. I don't do the Kobe. Like the, I'm not a big pro tro fan because uh, Kobe shoes, Kobe Kobe basketball shoes are low. Are but they're they're basketball shoes. Oh no, they are. Right, they're, they're like there are some shoes that are like hey, um, like some of the re releases. Like we we taking some of the elements out, added some new stuff. Right, they're more of a lifestyle shoe. Like Kobe's shoes are meant to be balled in. I feel like if I'm not balling in them, 
then it's a waste. Nah, you're right, but since the resale on them joints is great, I'm like, this is how I'm paying for the shoes that I bought already. There's another set. Oh, I want, and I actually want these. These fucking Denham ones that are supposed to be coming, oh. they're going to be a fucking problem. Like, no, everybody's I'm, trying I'm, to get these. Goddamn I might get ones. the Stephanie jersey. I don't know. Ugh, if I can get that, if I can get, if I know, if I can get that, and see, that's another thing I don't want to get because I know if I get it, I'm going to keep it. Cause it's oh, all I get black. a plan on keeping it. It's all black with seven on it, dog, and it actually looks dope. Like, like I wanted to actually wanted that coat, that Kobe Mama jersey, because that actually, and I don't buy jerseys, but that shit was dope. That shit, and I remember seeing that earlier, um, this year, and I was like, yo, if they do a black Mama jersey, I want that shit. And if it's this design, I want this shit. And it ended up being that design. That shit so so fast though. I hate sneakers right now. I was like, yo, let me chill. And then they're doing all these yeah, releases. You need to chill, man. No, I'm man. trying to make money off these shoes. I don't give a fuck about I don't give a fuck about keeping these shoes. I'm trying to make money off these joints no. this month. Dude, in, in in three months from now, you gonna be telling me about the box you got. Oh no! In three time. months for in three months from now, I'm gonna be trying to get them fucking concords. That's what I'm be trying to get three months from now. That's what's on yeah, the mind. concords are coming back out. Um, yeah, man, twenty fifth anniversary, man. God damn, all bro. black everything. I'm trying to get them just too, man. Bro, they, like I might I might save up money just to be like I'm gonna get these. Listen, listen, them fucking Concord twelves and them fucking. Black Concords are a problem. And there one of them is coming out in November, the other one's coming out in December. Are you talking about the uh what's the the um the to the black and purple twelves? Yeah. I you know me, I don't get up. I I, I realize now I only want all of the twelves. Really? And then I yeah, I I don't like the suede junks. I was about to say, because if you if And you oh my god, those reverse flu gates look so fucking ugly. I don't oh, I'm not a fan. Like, I saw them and I'm not a I'm not a fan. No, yeah, nigga, they're ugly. Nigga, they're not a fan. They're ugly. Look, Mike over here said that the indigo ones were ugly, which is still a no, shame. The indigos, I don't know what he's talking the about. The indigos aren't ugly. They they're actually pretty cool. I just don't like them. Wait, I don't care what for them. What am I talking about? What did I say? The white and blue. I was yeah, but I don't remember. What white and blue twelve. You said the the, the white and blue uh, Jordan twelve ugly. Oh, horrendous! Absolutely, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. They're not. Yeah. They're not ugly. Yeah. Abomination. Them yellow and no, black now, ones. They're ugly. not as good as the as the ones that they're that they're mimicking, which is the obsidians. But those ones were a real, real dark blue. I'm gonna tell you right those now, giant better straight cheeks. Oh, you if you think the blue ones, uh, go look at those reverse blue games. Bro, I did. They're terrible. Y'all they are fucking <laughs> they're ugly. ugly. Yeah, that's an abomination. They're the ugly. ugliest thing. Ugly, 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 ugly. You know the resell on them is gonna be crazy though, right? <laughs> They reverse oh, game. No, I'm oh. not even. No, no, I'm not even. You know how I'm bad. You know how mad I'm gonna be. If that's my first Jordan 12. No, <laughs> I ain't it. Oh I actually ended up finding the fucking um the reverse Ugly. taxis um on shoe palace for sale, and I was like, shit. Well, fuck. I Would you the reverse taxis or the, the playoffs? Taxis. No, the reverse taxis. They're like white with the um black suede and the gold on the um. Oh, Fucking gold clips for the laces. Because the taxis were the first ones that came out, and yeah. then the playoffs ones are are the reverse, or the the, the inverse of those ones. They and then, then they, they did like a reverse. Reverse, reverse taxi against the white background looks like a kitten heel. I don't know what a kitten heel is. What's Nigga, shut up! Shut up! I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass. Look at it. <laughs> What's shut a kitten up, heel? 
just think of any any oh uh, like, yeah because like two bottom. inches <laughs> like i don't know which joint you looking at mine's have a white bottom i know and against the white background you can't really no, see the white right. bottom and it looks right. like oh i see what you're doing yeah i see it, I see oh, it. in that context at least it is a bad look yeah i see it but also some shit is dope so i don't see it no, no, no I just want, I just want an original junk, and I want all leather. Mm, I have the all black, the leather all black joints. It's, I don't know, it's kind of overrated on the twelves. It's tough as fuck, but like I got them winterized twelves from last year. No, that does. I don't know. I just want the, I tough want the, leather. I want the junks. Like he came out with. That's that's what I want. Because see the reverse taxis, like they just—it's just a weird name. It is a weird name. Are, are, are white and black. It's and not a reverse of the colorway. It's not, well, which yeah, is what made the reviews funny because everybody was like, "I don't know why they call these reverse." Like, he they're fine, but they're not reverses. <laughs> because during the playoffs, he came out with the reverse. So he had the taxi. That was the first one came out, and then when playoffs started that year, he came out with the ones that were reverse that were that were black on top and white on the bottom. And they just they just became the playoff twelves because that's the ones he wore in the playoffs. And then they came to the reverse tax. I'm like, that's just the all black one. <laughs> With the white bot that's not a right. I'm getting myself prepared for disappointment for these shattered backboards for next year. Cause uh, Dude. Uh, you know another shoe I saw that's coming out that I'm about to be excited about and you ain't gonna be excited about this is just a part of my childhood. The damn Reebok kamikazes the fuck are those the Reebok kamikazes nigga oh, God, were the go. shoes that were worn by Sean Kemp they are oh, great the wait they're they've already incredible. been released what do you talk, like this is the second time I heard about this kamikazes been out since July no no dude. no the kamikazes come out they got a new colorway come out I just say I've always liked the kamikazes so get them look I have been it's the most look, 90s shoe you could ever see dude it's such a great hold on no no, the, no 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 the most 90s joint you can see is these um Oh my god! I like purple, black, and white joints that everybody keeps popping on every time they get restocked. I might, I and might I actually, end up give me a pair of Shaq noses. I actually saw sure. them shits in the episode of Sister Sister. <laughs> Roger was wearing them, and I was like, "Those are the fucking shoes that everybody keeps buying now." They're just nineties as fuck. The Shaq noses and the Kamikazes are like just out of control, and I mean in a good way. But they're yeah. doing the absolute most. Fully doing the absolute most, man. I don't know. Everybody liking these was when I won't say everybody, but the Kamikaze came out and they had like the white, black, and green color, and then they had the white and black color, and then they had that you American get them both black, in black and white twine and wear one of each. Yeah, good. I might. Two hundred and sixty dollars, sir. But you have fun. That is. That's, I've thought about getting piece. a pair of Shack Shack Gnosis because I think the bigger your foot is, the more the effect of the shoe comes up. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I, I can't even look at these shoes. I've been hypnotized. Kamikazes and the air more up tempo Pippins, the ones with the big ass air on the side and block. I hate them air like shoes. I hate the them fucking shoes, shoe dog. To me. I can't stand them <laughs> goddamn <laughs> shoes. They're the ugliest shits ever. And every time I they pop off, niggas be like, I'm so glad I got them. And if I ever get a chance to get them, I will get them. They be on sale every Tuesday at 7 o'clock, sir. Like, they always be stocking them air tempos. We got them in today again. I guess you did. They fucking buying them out like crack. I don't care. I need them. Ugly. 
Don't matter. I made him. I wanted him when I was eight, so I gotta have him. He said, "I wanted when I was eight. Gotta get him now." That's what I was trying to explain to Ashley. She didn't understand why I have three pair of irises. I was like, "Listen, don't question the questions, okay? There's a reason I have them." (laughs) Now, them answers. If you see me walking here with a pair of answers, ask me all the questions because it's not really me. It's a doppelganger, and you need to run. (laughs) No. No, the just the answer like five. Some of the early answers were pretty dope. I don't know the ones that they got out now are ugly. They no, can't those get rid are the fives. Shit. I believe those are the fives. They cannot get rid of them shit. Everybody, they, they're like <laughs> hear the answers, and everybody's like, but nobody has the question. Oh, get out of here, those, sir. yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> I remember them. I think those, are, yeah, I think those are the fives. Like, nobody. Wants I saw, those. Some, I saw some dude that was like, he does a review, and he was talking about material, and he's like, look, he said these junk. I had a stupid ass little insult. They do not have the shock thick ass insult they used to have when it first came out. Because I remember putting them junks on and I was like, they feel cool, but they don't feel the same. Because I remember I used to, I had two pairs of, of questions that I balled in, right? And they were extremely comfortable Ooh, shoes. Yo, they feel like a basketball shoe still. And I, w- and I was like, now I understand. Because he was like, there's this thick, they case it. They used to come with this thick ass line, like, uh, um, it's like insulation. Like minor, yeah. like insert. He said they came with this big, thick insole, and they don't. And he said they basically just put a little thin one in now. Um, and he was showing like some of the difference between the original one and stuff like that. He said, he said basically it's just like it's not a performance basketball shoe no more. That's all it is. That was the other. That's the other thing that's dope about the craters. So the craters are the only one, or like I guess like the zoom. They have like a boost sole performance, so they have bubble in the soles, which none of the other ones. You know, ones are typically just flat foot. Like the craters actually have a support bubble in there, so there's some comfort to wearing them as fucking ones too. Outside of just your flat ass bare foot on their sole. Dude, I gotta I gotta see me some kamikazes in person, just to see if they still hold up. I see <laughs> you in these fucking kamikazes. <laughs> what did he? You know, honestly, I think I had a pair when I was a kid. What's these Max Air? These Air Max 2 CBs, this is the ones that everybody keep getting. CB94s, everybody keep getting these shits. I don't know what the deal is. Dude, I'm, I'm starting to think now that everything, that everything, you know they say everything becomes retro? Yeah. Right? I'm only starting to think because shit becomes retro because your ass then grew up and got a job and now you can buy that shit. But that absolutely makes sense though. And it's cool I just that feel like every single shit. generation is that. Like if they, if I could not get the flints today and had the money to get them, I would be very upset as an adult. Yeah, it's like shit that you could not get when you were younger. That somebody said, "Oh, you remember these?" and you willing to put money out, and then shit comes. back. I don't have like, a problem I, with Nike being Disney for sneakerheads. I don't. Have and a I'm 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 way I am no, Disney for sneakerheads. That's extremely on point. <laughs> like, I don't have a problem with this at all. Do you, do you know how and people are like yes here take my money. How much I'm waiting for like early 2000s fashion to come back in? <laughs> no, I'm good oh on that. Dog, I I'm, I am dog. so waiting. Break out them extra XXXXXL t shirts. Look, the reason I'm waiting because when I look back at pictures now, that shit was so ugly. It is. And if that shit, if that shit comes back, I'm just going to be that dude walking and be like, yep, they are not lying. Everything in life goes full circle. This is amazing. <laughs> This I, is and I, yeah amazing. I know like even my jeans and shit now even as a big dude I'm still like yo I need my I, I need these fucking like tapered cuffs or something dude, man. I can't have my fucking jeans hanging dude, over my shoes like this this is not the fact okay. that the shit I wore in high school I got older gained a lot of weight 
came back home, and it fit. put that shit on, and it fit. <laughs> I was like, that's how big of shit I wore in high school. I can't, how man. big these damn shirts were and everything like that. And yeah, I'm with you now, man. Like, I can't, like, I got I got jeans now that I feel like I want the pant leg to taper even more. Nigga, I was on YouTube like, <laughs> looking up cuff videos. I was like, how can like, I professionally cuff my fucking jeans? Because I'm tired of these shits hanging all the way down to my goddamn soul. Like, why can't they stop right at the top of the shoe see, or this, mid? This, like, this is big nigga problems, man. When you got dog, big nigga. Why do you think they we all got like, fat ass ankles? Like, my ankles ain't as big as my thighs, you bitch. <laughs> Like, fuck you, bro. What in the world? Uh, <laughs> uh, big nigga problems. It's just bullshit, man. Like, I was looking at my jeans. <laughs> I was like, these niggas, done. Like, like, you can see my calf. You can see my thighs. But then you get down on my ankle, and that motherfucker is lonely because there's nobody yeah, touching me. Like, so man, look, man, my calf is not the same width as my thigh. That's just not, that's, bro, that's not what make, it is. They make jeans for big niggas. Like, we take them off by pulling them up over our head. And that shit is not cool, <laughs> Uh, like, why is his ankle so wide? <laughs> then, like, then, like, the skinny nigga jean cuffs don't work that I see on YouTube. I'd be like, oh, word, that's all I gotta do is do it twice. And then I do it, and the shit look all sloppy and it's just messy and it falls apart. And I'm like, I give up. Oh, man. Damn. Bottom of your jeans looking like jinkos, man. Bro, I'm just about to learn how to fuck. sew. Just so I can taper my own shits, like, because this is annoying. You be like, nigga, how do you hem a jean? This is <laughs> like, ridiculous. Is Yo, maybe if I take a paper clip or a safety pin and I slide it through <laughs> the oh. out of here, dog. And then you like, and, it, and now it's like I understand the shoe game, right? I understand it now. So when you got some jeans that don't fit right over your shoes, that just messes the whole goddamn look up. Like that's why you wearing them. Can't nobody see your shoes. You fucking wide ass fucking ankle. <laughs> the Dude, bottom of your jeans. jeans. Are on, those jeans are only right, right for the winter when you just throw boots on. Bro, they're only right for the winter and 90s white boys who like rap music and skate a lot. Like, that's, that's <laughs> the only people that those jeans are good. Like, can't hardly wait ass jeans. I don't want them shits. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hardly wait jeans. <laughs> fucking jeans. <laughs> fucking Paco jeans. Nigga, I don't want them shits. What's wrong with you? Shit gets on my nerves. Like, and I, I mean, I mean, I had jeans that I was, that like I messed up buying them because everything was right. I had the length right. I had the width right. And then I didn't get the bottom tapered. So everything cool till you get, I might as well just throw a pair of boots on with them. That's the only thing that can hold up the damn slack. Fucking slack ass jeans. My jeans look disrespectful. You got to start a jeans company. Bro, I don't, I don't have the patience the way for jeans it. are being made. I don't have the patience. I just have advice. Come ask me questions, Levi. I got you. How can we make jeans for fat people? I got you, bro. Don't, don't ever doubt me. All right. We hit the hour. I gotta go to bed. So, podcast nigga, where's my forty acres? Um, we will holler at y'all next time. Keep refreshing and checking back. 
premium members, we have not forgotten about you. Just trying to get these weekends together. It's, August has been rough. Like, Ashley returned back to work. Uh, baby started trying to talk to us. It's just been a lot. But slowly, the routine is getting straight. We're getting good. So I'm going to start rescheduling stuff again and slowly roll things out. People who had to cancel, I completely understand why. You might have felt like you weren't getting your product. It's all good. Anybody who feels who still wants to invest in premium, you still have 200 and some episodes you haven't heard that other people have. Join in and check out, and we're going to return. So people ask me about our insecure reviews. Yeah, I'll, I'll do something with them. We only had like one episode left, and I'm not sure what other stuff we're going to be talking about. Netflix decided that it wanted to Black Lives Matter their movie setup, so they put a lot of black films and shows up there. Um, I know I finished watching all three seasons of the game, and wow. Um, yeah. Duh. Uh, those those shows are just they're entertaining they're also not that good like it's weird I, I see now why BET got the game and it just went downhill it it, it 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 wasn't that hard for it to drop but so now I'm rewatching like Girlfriends and I think that show actually got better until they lost Tony so I think that show started off okay, and then it got better, yeah. and then they lost Tony, and it just went downhill after that. It wasn't the, interesting the first, anymore. The, the first season, they tried to do a lot of like sitcomy things. Yes, and those 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 middle two, they really got in their groove, and they got real good. And Although then, like I said, they lost. Uh, Jones' boyfriend with the hips. That episode is still like top ten. For it's, still right it's still hilarious. It's still hilarious. Unnecessarily <laughs> funny. Like my niggas' hips group get bigger every time you see them on screen. It's unnecessary. What they did to that man's hips. Um, I tried to watch Sister Sister. I'm sorry, I can't do it. That show was terrible. I, we we put that show exactly where it needed to be in the black show sitcom ratings uh, thing we did. It, that show was terrible. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Moesha is another one that went exactly where it needed to be. I got through four seasons of that and I stopped. I I can't. Moesha might be one of the like Florida Evans is terrible. Moesha is on my list now. It's one of the most terrible characters in a black sitcom. Like she she's intolerable. <laughs> I don't I don't understand how that show. It it had it must be because of Kim and like Hakeem and Shirley Ralph. Because other than that, it, it should not have been for Brandy. Moesha is a terrible person. Just she's just not a good person. Now I'm waiting to see what other black shows they throw up there that I can go back and revisit. I want The Rock. Like I don't know why everybody's sleeping on Rock, but I need them to throw Rock on Netflix. I need I need a sh- I need a black show where I learn a lesson every episode about hardships of being a black man in a ghetto. That's what I need. You're just trying to live your life as a trash man. But we'll see what Netflix does. Oh, and um, I'm not excited about Bel Air getting two seasons on NBC. I don't like being pandered to by NBC. Wait, why? What's wrong with that? Because in- because NBC is acting like they're gonna make a gritty Bel Air show, and they're not. NBC doesn't make gritty shows. So I'm not I'm not okay with being pandered to in that way. If it was FX, I would be down with it. But it's not. It's NBC. And it's gonna be on Peacock. So they're trying to get black people to sign up for Peacock. And there's nothing else I want to watch on Peacock. I'm not giving them nine dollars a month for two seasons of Bel Air and Friends. No. I'm not, no. That might not even be up there actually. I don't know. It sounds white enough to be up there though. Either way, um, y'all, good luck with y'all on that Bel Air. I'm waiting for Mandalorian season two next month. That's what I'm on. 
Disney is my nigga. Other than that, we'll let y'all know when we're back. Keep refreshing the feed. Check back, leave comments, hit us up in the group. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been like conversing in the group and all the different topics and stuff. It's been kind of live in there. So thank y'all. And uh, we'll highlight y'all next time. Peace.